everybody. Welcome directly. It was Fanatics 4 Podcast. Who's Fanatics 4? You might ask if you never saw this show. It's me, AJ, and also Parker, the other guy on the other side. Ron. True. Uh, housekeeping. <laughs> to keep this boat afloat, this houseboat, uh, you could support the channel by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4 and paying $4.99 in exchange for, like I said, helping the channel. But also, loyalty badges, free emotes, well not free emotes because you know you subscribe for those right switch keys from time to time access to our support our supporters only discord where it's a party discord sometimes just flips the switch and changes the rules and people get locked out for a day or something like that it was really weird wait so, what happened i wasn't so paying attention people couldn't access the like the supporters only discord just disappeared and oh. it was because they they deleted the role for supporters that used to be just a blanket like if you subscribe on twitch mm-hmm. or if you are a member on youtube you get access mm. to the channel um i didn't know it was integrated like it, that i thought we had to do something that's cool that it's like we, actually... we did we did okay. but how it was set up mm-hmm. had everything combined but then they split not only twitch and youtube but twitch into like four different segments of like you're oh, a weird. Twitch subscriber, you're mm-hmm. a Twitch subscriber for two months, you're a Twitch subscriber for three months, and so on and so forth. So I uh-huh. didn't know that. So everybody that didn't have one of those roles, mm-hmm. uh, as like assigned to the supporters thing, couldn't get access to it, and it was it was just dumb. But it's fixed now. You can access the discord in general regardless if you're a twitch subscriber though by clicking the link in the description and Mm -hmm. you can say yo 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 to duncan and Mm -hmm. he'll probably say it back it's true there it is good job i'm proud of you you did it man how you been i've been good man i've been good (sighs) Mm -hmm. just you min minning it up (laughs) (laughs) i've done none of the sort mitch we almost pulled it out um i did hang out with in re- IRL with humans yesterday. Um, oh, and yeah, so I know precarious. it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> two humans who uh, Mitch's girlfriend specifically is just as like coronavirus, uh, careful as my wife is. Mm. So, you know, that turned out well. So we're like, Hey, we can hang out with each other without being too freaked out. Cause we're already free all freaked out anyway. So true. <laughs> or whatever. It's true. Um, but yeah, we almost, he was like, I bought Min Min so we could try that out at some point. I was like, cool. But then we didn't, we ended up playing some other stuff instead. But are you playing any games? Uh, I mean, other than smash brothers. No, <laughs> not <laughs> yes. right now. I want to play, I still want to play Ninjala, but mm-hmm. Min Min came out and knew yep. that I need, to, I, like I said, I only played a little bit of burnout paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to play more of that eventually, mm-hmm. but you know, trying to trying to get good with min min i already got her in elite smash so like mm-hmm. that's neat but it's not enough i still don't feel <laughs> comfortable <laughs> yeah Do, have you figured out there's any matchups that are like bad ones for yeah. her so far uh-huh. yes um and the, like i mean like i talked about in the video she mm-hmm. like evens out pokemon trainer like there's yeah, matchups that she's bad with that i'm fine with pokemon trainer like they're gotcha. not really matching vice versa on. even yeah even ones that i'm like oh this is gonna like this is doable but i hate it like pikachu mm-hmm. or whatever right like pikachu's a matchup that i feel fine with but mm-hmm. like, with pokemon trainer but min min sucks it yeah. sucks against pikachu and min min um but mm-hmm. the matchups for Pokemon trainer that I don't like with Min Min are very easy. Like Rob, very Mm -hmm. easy with Min Min. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Do you want to wait and talk more about her later? Yeah, we'll talk more. Okay. 
We can do what that. are you playing though? Man, not a ton. Um, other than, I mean, the stuff that I talked about in my video. So I played, you know, but a bunch of demos, um, and that was fun. One of those specifically moving out. Um, I played again after the demo, um, with Ashley. And so she got to try it. And then also Mitch and Catherine, they had played it. So I talked to them about it a little bit. And so that, that's one that if you didn't watch the video, um, and you have other people you'd like to play games with, didn't you say you guys played that at some point, like you and Bob mm-hmm. or, no, yeah. we were going to play moving okay. out, but the timing of the release didn't line up with why we wanted to play it because gotcha. <laughs> it was like around when Bob was moving. So it was mean, <laughs> ironic, yeah. uh, but it, it didn't come out. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like somebody on here was talking about it because I heard, or maybe it's just another like NBC or something. Maybe one that we're talking mm-hmm. about. It. I heard them talking about, it. but in any case, yeah, it's fun. Um, and then yeah, a tiny bit more Xenoblade, but not a whole lot of stuff this week. It's been, busy but um it's the weekend now and it's a holiday weekend so look at that free time you know it's true it's true get some of that in there um but yeah i'll talk more about those games a little bit when we get to the to our videos but you know what since that's about it for us let's go ahead and get in the news you would think we would play more video games. Yeah, you would think so. But the time play. that I would be playing video games, I'm making videos and podcast stuff instead. It's so true. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really work out the way you anticipate in that regard. But um, that said, is Nintendo ending Nintendo Directs? You know what? I I wasn't paying a whole lot like enough attention to this to like uh-huh. uh, like respond to it in the, in my normal way where I'd be like you don't say and then post a video where I called this, uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'll say it here you don't say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so here we'll get into right. the actual like quotes and stuff, and it's not as like cut and dry as Nintendo's yeah. canceling directs or anything mm-hmm. like that. There's actually also some a direct rumor but i don't give any there's always a direct exactly there's always a direct rumor and then also there's certain people that at this point like i'm like i trust those ones that they're probably accurate like this you know all the mario remaster stuff there's enough evidence that it's like if that doesn't happen i would actually be surprised but this isn't one of those things so um but here's the actual news on the direct and then we'll kind of speculate on it uh, but it was Furukawa at their shareholders meeting said some stuff. And there's other quotes from this, but we pulled two kind of important ones as topics, but the rest are fairly general Q&A things. Mm-hmm. Um, Furukawa said, in the annual shareholders meetings, we routinely, routinely show a video of E3, which was usually held just before the meeting. But this year, none of the large industry events are being held because of COVID-19, not just E3. And Nintendo also had no plans for any such event. We intend to use other methods flexibly in order to deliver the latest information on our product, so please stay tuned. We have continuously released information, including the announcement of a new fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, sorry, uh, for Nintendo (laughs) Switch, and the announcement by the Pokemon Company of new Pokemon-related titles. We think the Nintendo Direct format is very effective for us to directly and clearly convey information about games to consumers. On the other hand, as the times change, the most effective ways of conveying information can also change. So I think we should always be looking for the best ways of communicating. Yeah, so that's what he said. Makes sense. Uh, I also just think that, I mean, they're, they kind of outgrew them in a way. <laughs> uh, also, the fact that like everybody else is jumping on the train, mm-hmm. like you, you got to imagine Nintendo's like, with that 
that's the thing that made us us. Yeah. Now we got to do something else that makes us us now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so like, uh, it's just like a perfect storm of it, of it not happening. And I, I don't know what he like, that, what's the other effective way, you know, like they're just yeah. breaking them up. They're just trailers now. It's like, Hey, right. uh, here's a tweet, which I think is more effective in the, in the long run, especially now. Yeah. For individual directs, properties, especially. Yeah. And because directs are like, you know, like they're like this concerted effort from all these different publishers and mm-hmm. studios and stuff like that. You got to be like, all right, the, the, you're sure that you're sure that this is your date or whatever. Like, <laughs> this is the information that you want, that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Whereas now they can be like, okay, we only have to talk about the things that we're 100% certain mm-hmm. are going to be released. Because if we don't know that, and this time there's no real reason to even talk about it. And mm-hmm. on top of that, there's no real reason to, to like, you know, have the hype cycle for an announcement because it's not like most people need to set their time aside to get home mm-hmm. to watch it, you know, like you're home yeah. anyway. Yeah. So no, yeah, I think yeah, it, my speculation is that probably like this year we'll keep seeing what we did with paper Mario for most of the time. And we'll, I bet we'll have a direct still because like, I don't think they're fully ready to call it quits yet. I mean, I don't know they very well could be, um, but the the thing that Nintendo Directs have an advantage of over um, the individual titles and stuff like that is the ability to promote things that are further away. Uh, because like if with just dropping trailers, like for Paper Mario, they did that within two months. But I don't think that's always going to be the case. Like they're not always going to want to put something out so close to release. You, usually it is, but like the Breath of the Wilds and the those kinds of things that they want you to be anticipating for a long time. I think there's still the benefit of being able to couch it within other things because they're like, I know this one's going to be forever away. Like uh, them just dropping just an announcement for breath of the wild sequel or whatever on Twitter, the way that they did for paper Mario um, would be kind of weird. Just like to just drop it and be like, this is coming out sometime. Here's a trailer. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I agree with that, especially if the wording is that like as times change, like their, their methods mm-hmm. change. I don't think it's necessary to have these long. In fact, right. I think having long hype cycles actively hurt games more than they help them. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that, that goes from the bottom of the barrel, like the, the games that don't really get garner hype no matter right. how long you do it to the Mm -hmm. games that are the most hype. And that, I mean, that's been shown in a lot of different industries where like a movie gets shadow dropped Uh on freaking Disney plus or whatever, or a new album Mm -hmm. or like people get really excited and they all rush to buy the thing just as much as they would if they knew it was coming out for two years. Mm -hmm. I think, but I know when like, even when it is stuff like breath of the wild, it just gets to a point where that's just a part of the direct or presentation or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a waste of time because it's like, uh-huh. okay, I know this exists. I don't care to see it anymore. If anything, it actively hurts my excitement for the right. game. Just let me have it. I don't need to see it 30 times. Yep. There's, I think there's the, within the context of like long announcements or long, um, what was the phrase you just used? Whatever. Uh, long hype, hype cycles. cycles. Yes. Thank you. Uh, with long hype cycles and stuff, I think, I mean, you're definitely right for, especially for mediocre games, definitely hurts. Damon X Machina was announced like over a year before it came out. And then by the mm-hmm. time it came out, very, not a lot of people cared. And I think that's right. the case. A lot of times, I think the times, the thing that a long hype cycle does help is to have 
maybe a couple of them, but they actually, I think, help sell the console more than they necessarily even do those specific games. That's true. Yeah, because there's true. something about like knowing what to look forward to, um, that kind of thing, you know? So, I mean, that said, there's still, I'm sure people that are like, I want to get a Metro, I want Metroid Prime 4, but I'm going to wait until it comes out. They're not going to just buy it. But that said, if there's another trailer that they're like, Metroid Prime 4 in nine months or something like that, here's this trailer for it. There could still be. But also, now that I think about it, I don't even know if that's just like, you know, spreading out the people that were going to buy it anyway. Like, yeah, right. For all intents and purposes, even though for us, Animal Mm -hmm. Crossing had a pretty long, like, hype cycle where we didn't even know it was New Horizons. It was just like Mm -hmm. the new Animal Crossing game. You don't see it. It's going to take you like nine months or whatever. Um, But everybody, the general public. The general public didn't know there was a, most yeah. people that bought Animal Crossing during this whole situation had they no didn't know Animal Crossing existed, you know, yeah. like and they bought it because of the hype mm-hmm. surrounding it and all that other stuff. So I don't even know if that's necessary. Yeah. Um, maybe for things that are like long as that, like not even stuff like Zelda, but mm-hmm. more so like the Mario Karts stuff mm-hmm. that like the general public knows is a mm-hmm. thing, and they're like, hey, the new. Thing that's always mm-hmm. been a thing for you is coming out by the console but yeah. i don't know if that that uh even then i think you're right though that like general public wise you know if i was like yeah mario kart 9 is coming out or something like that even friends of mine that like yeah my friends uh chris and stephanie whose kid is super into mario and all that stuff now mm-hmm. um i think if they they just wouldn't be aware of that. They just wouldn't know it unless I specifically told them. So I think, yeah, it would help a specific, the people, it would would help the use case of people that are like, I think I want to get a switch, but I don't know. Yeah. At this point, it's like in the early days when, when there are pretty much no games and it's just breath of the wild and Mm -hmm. like a few smaller, like, uh, you know, like double a games from, third party mm-hmm. publishers and indie stuff them saying like a new smash brothers coming out and a new splatoon and you know like mm-hmm. them doing that whole thing i think that helps it but now i don't know if it helps it anymore that if they if they just drop something three months yeah. later yep uh, i think that in the future them doing it i'm sure they'll do it but mm-hmm. I, it'll be less so because it's necessary and more so because it's just the status quo and that's what they're used to doing mm-hmm. and if they didn't do it what would happen? We don't know, you know? So like just that unknown is enough for them to like maintain and Mm -hmm. keep doing it. I do kind of expect that in fairly standard Nintendo fashion, like I said, this isn't, they're not done with Nintendo directs completely, but if their mind is moving to something else, they'll kind of do two different things at the same time and then Mm -hmm. lean into whichever one, you know, obviously works out the best because i mean that's the same way they were like yeah we're not done with 3ds for like friggin' forever um mm-hmm. and then they're like all right we're done with 3ds now um <laughs> even though they still haven't technically said it but i think similarly and, and i don't know i mean i guess that is just the random drops at a random time thing like they did with paper mario um right but i, I do wonder if there's something even more creative or different or new because that's not super original that's just straightforward that's you know um but if it's more effective then and that'll do it. Right. I don't know. So I expect at least, I, I do expect that there will be a Nintendo direct this year. Um, but I don't, I don't think I, it's coming in July or it's a small one. And it's just the Mario remaster related stuff. Like it's just 35th anniversary Mario things. What do you think? I could see them. And this isn't saying that like 
they're definitely doing this mm-hmm. or where the thing that I could see Nintendo directs as is if, if they're like freaking like state of the platform sort of things where it's like at the beginning where everybody thinks mm-hmm. quote unquote January directs are yeah. right. If they legitimately do that and they're like, all right, here's our, I was going to say the exact same thing this year. Yeah. And then just that it's not uh-huh. like, all right, it's been two months. I mean, it's, Where's the yeah. next one. It's once per year, maybe twice. Uh-huh. I can see them doing that. And then every other announcement is a random, shadow mm-hmm. drop trailer or whatever yeah because i do think it's important to always this whole like 2020 thing of like we knew about um we knew about xenoblade and then that was going to be the last thing for them this year and pretty much and then right before that came out they told us about paper mario and now paper mario is going to be out soon and i i do figure like probably even next week we'll find out about the next thing I don't, know, mm. don't get your hopes up anybody or whatever, but like, mm. I wouldn't be surprised if next week we'd find out about the next thing or whatever. Um, but I think it's important to have kind of blanket expectations in a usual year as well, just for most people just to feel excited about the future outside. Cause like so many people are pessimistic. I wouldn't, I w- I wouldn't necessarily say most people, I would say the most like engaged people, which is by no means the majority of the like the the user Mm -hmm. base of the platform right like we're very much so in the minority like i mean like we talked about where it's like most people don't even know that games are coming out way before they come out like my brother i i was like yo uh, you know the pokemon dlc came out he's like what (laughs) (laughs) there's pokemon dlc i was like yeah and he's like he's a gamer he has multiple Mm -hmm. uh, like consoles that are current gen and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and he's not even in tune enough to be like he was never seen a nintendo direct in his life you know or state of play or inside Mm -hmm. xbox or whatever right um so I, I think that that's where most of the populace lies in, mm-hmm. in that regard. Uh, so I don't even know yeah. if that's necessary. It's more so for the pundits to be like, oh, Nintendo's not. Because mm-hmm. I think most people that buy platforms are kind of where I'm at now, where it's like, I got Smash Brothers, dude. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> like yeah. other stuff can come out and that's great, but I got the game that I'm going to play anyway. Mm-hmm. So like- Most people buying the platform out, aren't the people that are- that are like and listening to this podcast and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Like we're, we're definitely anomalies in that. I mean, the way that you said, you know, with smash brothers and stuff like that, that's less the case, but, um, they just get to a point where they're content with what they have. Even yeah. if it's not just one game, it could be think, a few games. Yeah. But. The devil's advocate I'd make for like having things out in the future or whatever is for the, I don't know. I keep going back to Chris and Stephanie, my friends, because they don't have a switch, but at this point they're playing, they're playing games on their Wii and my NES classic and SNES classic a bunch. Um, Mm -hmm. but I'd mentioned to, to Chris, like, yeah, there's a rumor that they're going to do 3d Mario remasters, um, of, you know, 64 sunshine or whatever. And he was like, that's pretty exciting because, you know, he would love to play those games and show them to his kid, but like also pulling out the N64 ball, you know, it's like not as great as it, as it could be. Um, so having those kinds of things be on the horizon so people can start to be aware of them. Cause there's, there's something to be said for like, I mean, I don't know the, the FOMO kind of thing where mm-hmm. you, um, you kind of want people to know that something's coming out so that they can 
be hyped about it during the time that it's hyped. Because if you find out like, Oh yeah, last year on the switch, they had a 3d remaster thing. You'd be like, Oh, mm. that's awesome. But it is a little less exciting to be like last year, all these people did this thing. I mean, I don't know, maybe not, but like, yeah. um, I don't, I don't think that I, I definitely think that like having a, a like a, a, a runway into the, the thing mm-hmm. is important. I just mm-hmm. don't think a year out, right. yeah. six months out is mm-hmm. like imperative. I think right. that like, a game like you know like fallout 4 like they uh-huh. even that they announced that game like two three four months yeah, away from when it came out and uh-huh. all the what 15 million plus you know like <laughs> so i i just don't think that like we need that whole like year plus thing yeah, oh definitely yeah i wouldn't say a year plus and i'd say only for pretty specific titles anyway so mm. i don't know yeah it'll be interesting to see what they do um <sighs> When do you, I mean, people, I think there's some Q and A's about this. So I don't know. We'll just, we'll hold this topic off to, I said words wrong. We'll, we'll hold off finishing up this topic because I think some Q and A's are going to um, address this anyway, but we'll move on right. to uh, something else that Nintendo talked about. This is the other thing we pulled from their uh, Q and A and all that was uh, go away. Uh, okay. Hang on. It's the articles trying to get me to do stuff. Cause I have an ad blocker on. Um, so Nintendo talked about Joy-Con and that is, and the Joy-Con drift specifically. And here we go. Here's what they said about it. So Furukawa pretty much said, um, regarding the Joy-Con, we apologize for any trouble caused to our consumers. Um, and then said, we're continuing to aim to improve our products but is the Joy-Con is the subject of a class action lawsuit in the United States, and this is still a pending issue, we would like to refrain from responding about any specific actions. Hmm. So we had to talk about this because we talked about Joy-Con a lot, and we're not going to talk about it too long because also there's not a lot to talk about. It's true. For being honest. It's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've I, got to... Yeah, I go wonder if this means that, like they're pl- like they're planning to do something or they're only going to do something if they're forced to because <laughs> like that's yeah. what this kind of sounds like they're only going to like it sounds like they they're going to do something in response to it if they're forced to because mm-hmm. like if they were just going to do it and like release an updated joy con or whatever the case may be mm-hmm. um they would just do that like there's no reason to not oh yeah it. doing yeah i think um I think you're totally right. If they were going to do that, they would just do it. It might be that that data is still in the future, that they're still R and Ding it or whatever, and trying to get ones that don't drift and break and stuff like that. But I mean, it definitely seems like they can't say that they're going to do it until they've done it because maybe that would, um, that would admit fault. And then they, you know, that would be worse looking on their class action lawsuit and stuff like that. But but they're kind of already admitting fault here. <laughs> in a, well, kind of, but they also say, we apologize if any, I mean, it's like the classic uh-huh. non-apology apology. Yeah, like, I'm right. sorry if what I said, or like, right. I'm you. sorry that <laughs> what I said made you angry. Yeah. Because you get angry about stuff. Yeah, I'm sorry like- <laughs> that you, you get angry at that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, I mean, it's sort of a, a non-apology. It is still good that I actually, I decided today, I was like, I'm going to send in some of my Joy-Cons that are having drift because like, I just haven't because I've been lazy, but if they're going to fix it for free, might as well take advantage of that. Um, it's true. Everybody send your Joy-Con to Nintendo of America. Everybody send your Joy-Con to me live. and I'll just, <laughs> and you'll send make it a pot. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> 
so I'll let you guys know. Once I do that, I'll let y'all know. I'll let you know easy. once I send all of your Joy-Con to Nintendo of America. Uh, I still, I don't know. We talked about Joy-Con Pro or whatever back in the day. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they at some point do those. And maybe that is the solution, in which case that would be a bit yeah, it slimy feeling. Like, but... Yeah, I was about to say, maybe, maybe that's why they don't want to talk about it. Because, yeah. like, the, I, I feel like that sort of thing, um, which, I mean, class action lawsuits, like, the, 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 um, with the general populace gets mm-hmm. in return for even if, you know, like, they win the lawsuit, mm-hmm. uh, it's not much, you know? So it's, it's not like, yeah. okay, you're owed a Joy-Con Pro, you know, right. or, or yeah, you know, exactly. like a set of those. It's like, here's 12 bucks, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't, I don't know, I, man. That like, said, if they do a Joy-Con Pro, I also, it would be hard to imagine that. I mean, this is the whole like Switch, Switch Lite, Switch Pro, that kind of conversation too, mm-hmm. where like the Joy-Con fit into so many like peripheral things and whatever, that it would yeah. be a little bit hard to imagine they only do a Joy-Con Pro and not a revised original Joy-Con as well. Yeah. So I feel like our legitimate options are they do absolutely nothing, which is so far been the case, but they're fixing stuff even though it's, you know, that sucks. Um, either they do absolutely nothing or yeah, they do a revision, which could include a Joy-Con pro, but I don't think would be exclusively a Joy-Con pro. Cause like, so would you be mad if they did that? Like if they just straight up were like, here's a Joy-Con pro for me? No, I, I wouldn't be mad on my behalf. I, but I'd understand if other people were mad for themselves. So yeah. for me, I definitely wouldn't be mad because yeah. like, then I would just have extra controllers because I would right. use my yeah. Joy-Con <laughs> to play most games anyway. Uh, and having Joy-Con Pro would make me be like, okay, yeah, I could probably play Smash Brothers with ease, yep. <laughs> you know, but like regular Joy-Cons, I don't want to do that anyway. So like, mm-hmm. I only use my Joy-Con when I play stuff like Mario Kart or Mario Party or mm-hmm. freaking Splatoon sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that, where I'm not using the analog sticks as uh heavily <laughs> i do wonder here's my idea for if they do a joy con pro uh, i mean you talked about an nvidia that you made that was good um but mm. and maybe you even gave the suggestion but i don't remember but first of all i think we all agree some kind of handles would be nice if they could do that um where i didn't mention that but oh, okay sure. well yeah. I, there you go y'all but something like that but then also you know how originally um it, like in the patents back in the day the joy cons were supposed to be magnets that clip onto the side instead oh, of like yeah, yeah, yeah. sliding uh-huh. down, but they do mm-hmm. like, um, if they still do the rails, but then also have magnets in them that clip to each other so that like, that would be cool. So, so you, you don't, don't put get them a into a grip. You just yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> click them together and do that. That would be cool. I wonder yeah. if that would, I wonder if the reason why they didn't do it is because it messes with like the bands in it. I wonder too. The other thing I think they, I think it's because it wasn't sturdy enough. Like it had the option to fall off. Whereas right now the joy con are, if you drop your switch, it's most likely to fall on the joy con and that's like protecting the screen and stuff like that. a little Mm. bit. So I know, but not the joy con. (laughs) Nope. doesn't protect the joy con at all. I remember the first pair of joy con that I had that Mm -hmm. one of the analog sticks just broke off because it fell. I was like, Oh no. I was like big. It was the the right Joy-Con. The the freaking analog stick just fell clean off. I was like, yeah. oh my god, that sucks. <laughs> I do wonder with one of mine because again, if I send them all in, it's I've got we have four sets total, and two of the sets, both of the left and right side, have drift. 
Um, oh but one God. of them was one that I tried to replace and I wasn't able to because the piece that I bought the ribbon cable, like I couldn't get it to actually clip in. It would just like keep falling out. I don't know what I was doing wrong, but I'm bad at that stuff apparently. So, um, but in any case, like I kind of messed up the actual stick a little bit, like the top of it, I had to pull off for it to come out. So now it's like all, I don't know, weird, but I wonder if they're going to be mad about that and not fix it. I don't know. But speaking of fixing things, um, paper Mario developers said they wanted to fix the way. Okay. They didn't actually say that. They said, they said words though. Let me tell you. They surely did. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so it's paper Mario, the origami King dev wants to offer fans new experiences and surprises instead of relying on previous gameplay systems. Um, let's get into it. LOL. (laughs) Here's uh, two quotes from from Kinsuke Tanabe, who said, uh, when continuing a game series, it's much easier to carry over the basics from an existing game system rather than building new systems for each new installment. But that's not how you create new experiences or unexpected surprises. As a game designer, I want to deliver new experiences and surprises to our fans, so I always challenge myself to create something new. To be sure, I will sometimes use the same system in a subsequent game to further develop that system until I feel it has reached its full potential. But my goal is to continue to tackle new challenges as much as possible. And then he continued by saying, uh, we never considered whether or not we should implement a party-based system like some Mario along the way. In other words, we first determine what elements are needed in a game and then figure out how to implement a program then. Bobby the bob was the first character we decided to include. <laughs> and from there, we chose the characters that would be best be the best fit for the events in each stage of the game. Bowser Jr. was an exception. The director, Mr. Masahiko Nagaya, personally had strong feelings about including a storyline where a son sets out to save his father. So in this case, we decided to include the character before deciding exactly what we would have him do. The end. Also, somewhere it talks about a like kind of open world, but that wasn't in that quote, so I guess not. It didn't happen. You dreamed it. Must you have. Dreamed it. Um, I think that this is going to make people very mad. <laughs> Why is that? Because they, they don't want them yeah. to want to do new things yeah. ironically with this series specifically they want them to do old old things yeah, not yeah, they the want them to like do the oldest of things yeah. and continue to just do the old thing but <laughs> different <laughs> yeah i do wonder yeah if um because i mean yeah this is still definitely better to those people i would imagine than yeah because it's continuing to the old thing yeah right it's innovating and stuff but i mean that's true like you know i guess when when a mario party innovated by adding a car innovation for the sake of innovation doesn't make it better so like people were you know mad about that um and i don't even know if for them it's innovation for the sake of innovation especially how he's mm -hmm. talking about it it sounds like they were bored and they're like all right we we freaking maxed out the paper mario formula let's do something different and then they did something different. People didn't like it. And they're like, all right, let's do something different from that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like rinse and repeat and continue to do that. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, yeah. hey, man, it, it seems like a freaking like Sakurai putting Fire Emblem characters in Smash because he likes Fire Emblem sort of deal. It's like, well, you guys uh-huh. might not like it, but we're bored. <laughs> like, yeah. So we want to do new stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm very curious to see how just people in general, like I am 
almost positive that I'm going to like Paper Mario Origami King a whole lot. Like I, Same. so far from everything I've seen, I'm like, that looks dope. But also I haven't played the original two games. So I am curious mm-hmm. how, you know, those people are going to feel about that. Um, who I'm just not really like that. Yeah, um, right. With series where it's like, I want it to stay the same all the time, but mm-hmm. prettier. You know, I'm like, nah, man, nuke the whole thing, dude. As long as it's like, you know, the same theming and like the mm-hmm. core of it is intact, the mm-hmm. gameplay could change. I don't know. You always say you want Pokemon to be exactly the same. Yeah, I, it's Any true. change at all. So It's true. It's true. <laughs> that is the thing that I say. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny. Yeah, I was talking to Mitch about like, when it first got revealed, I was talking to him about it and he mentioned his friend that I've brought up a couple of times before who was notoriously the one who, um, was oh, mad that Waluigi Waluigi wasn't in the game. He was super, super mad about, um, Byleth, uh, whatever all the other, like, in fairness, Byleth trash. I mean, yeah, but like, I don't, I don't care that she's a fire. I don't care that right. she's just not good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, you know, that whole thing. But uh, it was, and so, of course, he was very, very mad about Paper Mario and it looking like blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, it's so funny to me that Mitch is over that here he's just in the an middle internet between person the, that is alive and you know of him personally. Yeah, <laughs> just like the exact things that usually, you know, everybody it's like it's you're like a random youtube face. commenter that's where they live they're you <laughs> although i did this is completely aside um one of my kids from when i was a youth youth group leader um a couple of years ago so he's in like college now he's a sophomore or something but he was saying his younger brother uh saw me on some random youtube video online i was like i'm pretty sure he was like yeah last week he was watching some youtube video and you were in there and i'm pretty sure it was the last video of Bob's that I was in or whatever for a second. And I was like, that's really funny. Just to know humans in my life who stumbled upon things that, that we're in. That's all. It happens to me pretty often. And Does it's, it? it's equal. It's equal. Like the, uh, people see Fnatic 4 videos and Wolf Den videos that I'm in. Nice. Um, the first one that somebody mentioned though, was a Wolf Den video. They're like, oh, and it was an old Wolf Den video. Like it was like before they like blew up. It was, I mean, it was like one of their first videos to do really well. Uh huh. I thought it was funny. Where it was like, it was like their best performing video for a long time. Yeah. I was like, that's neat. Um, it was the NX video. But we love the NX video. It is. YouTube's weird how it still recommends stuff from like forever ago yeah and then doesn't it's like ah, you made a video last week that some people seem to like but we're probably not going to do anything with that but it seems like just in general our videos perform well in the long run Mm -hmm. (laughs) they're like at first they're like all right here's the average that you usually get and then two months later here's way more people watch it now (laughs) (laughs) yep what a time um and speaking of time today is july 3rd when we're recording um and the animal crossing update came out i haven't played it at all though so i'll probably i'll probably check it out tonight um today so far (laughs) i'll probably try to check it out tonight so far we just woke up this morning watched hamilton um and then had to drive down to see ashley's parents to pick up something um so we'll probably try it out later but yeah hamilton is a thing it was it's real good i mean ashley's loved it for forever and so i've been aware of it and mm-hmm. I just, it's funny. Cause I, between the two of us, I'm the one who did a bunch of theater in high school. 
and Age some in college like, and i don't specifically <laughs> care about it too much it's just fun to like be a part of things and do things with people and to be on stage and whatever but as far as actually watching theater i don't care all that much about it but i also like play a lot and write a lot of music and stuff but i don't care that much about concerts either which i always feels a little blasphemous but yeah i don't know I'm the same way i don't like i think making things messes up consuming things <laughs> it does yeah uh, so it's like, it's like <laughs> yeah especially yeah with concerts for me like the problem is i'll just end up pick, I, and it's why nobody likes playing shows in nashville because like that's so many people will just be there picking apart every single thing you do, yeah. even if it's not in a negative way, not like you're doing this wrong, but like, I'll be it's just like, there. Oh, I get how you did the good thing you did. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. So, yeah. But that said, if you're, if you're a band having a show in Nashville and you have like an, a singing section where it's like, and now everybody's going to sing together. That usually goes pretty well because <laughs> everybody here is a wannabe musician. Uh, <laughs> so, but animal crossing. Yeah. I didn't play it at all. We'll let y'all know, actually, but it happens. I'll play it eventually, possibly. <laughs> Randomly, I'll turn the game on. My turn prices will be fifteen thousand dollars, <laughs> and I'll let likely two people in. Yep. <laughs> Not it is funny but, seeing mm-hmm. that, like just kind of seeing the community and how it's sort of died down or whatever in general. I saw some tweet that someone was like, "Yeah, my turnips are six hundred bells or something like that." Um, like anybody, come on down, and it had. 45 retweets and you know mm-hmm. some likes and stuff like that whereas 100 percent, if it had been march or april and they put that tweet out it would be like fifty-two thousand retweets yeah right thousand likes and the person would delete their twitter yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah that's that update the other update from this week is that min min is now in smash it's true indeed she is and i knew i knew you did I knew because every time Sakurai shows a character, I'm immediately, I look at the video and I'm like, this character is going to suck or this character is going to be great. <laughs> um, and I was right. Mittman's dumb. Mittman has some, <laughs> some jank, dude. <laughs> like, I, I posted a video like at 2 a.m. yesterday or today um of like just a just a sampling of some of the jank where i'm like oh you're trying to come back to the stage i'm on the other side of the stage nah you don't get to come back to the stage because <laughs> that was like the dragon fist yeah thing. yeah yeah yeah. and then like there's and there's moves that she has that are not good but mm-hmm. still can like kill people like that like her down air sucks like her down air if you use that you're probably going to die like uh-huh. they'll probably also die but you're probably also going to die too so it's like, like that's like the move that you do if it's like you're so bad that i don't even care that i'm gonna die after this <laughs> like, what is her so down air like what does it do it's it's like a um she just does like a drop kick oh gotcha nice and, and, and then you just can't recover like, after it or anything yeah you're just like because some down airs that are like that like they kind of like bounce off so that mm-hmm. they're, they're given the opportunity of like okay i can jump back up and up b but yep. she just keeps going down and there's a period where she can like you know she gains control again and she can like jump in and up B, but you have to be mm-hmm. really high to in the air before you initiate the down air for that to happen. Yeah. More often than not, if you're calling somebody out, you don't got the time to like, or the yeah. wherewithal to be like, okay, let me space it from way up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, they're right here. I want to be yeah. right here. So I'm running. Well, and also what's the chances that you're way up in the air and well, I guess, do you gain back your, your up B after connecting with that yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay well, no. well if you're if you're up in there you, i mean you don't have to use your upbeat to get up there. you just double yeah, jump right. and then uh-huh. you down there and then you up b and then you're good or just yeah. do a regular jump and then 
down mm-hmm. air and then do your upbeat. And also, like, what you could do is you could do um, her rag- like her grounded upbeat because she has two of them, um, which propels you up in the sky. And then after you do that, you can use the tether. And you can use the tether mm-hmm. more than once. That's so, like, true. you can, like, charge up the, the grounded upbeat to go really high and then, you know, like, freaking do the down air and then jump and then up B to come back, but it's just doing too much. You, it's going to be harder to like line yeah. it up if versus just running off and pressing down air and <laughs> killing them. Like, yeah. But that's how I was like, okay. So I had a whole bunch of clips and I usually don't feel like doing all that. Like I have a lot of clips that for Pokemon trainer that are very hilarious and disrespectful, but like, I don't have the time to, like, to convert all of them and then edit it together. But it just right. so happened that I only saved the disrespectful clips of men. So it was like easy to like convert them and then edit it together yeah. for that short little thing. And then just put it up. I like it. I'll have to watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Well, so you got good with men, men. Um, and then you made a video about it. Let's read some of these comments from your video about how you got good. Um, Casper three, two, three, seven. Hello. Casper says, I would like to get good at cloud and mega man, but when I used to play melee as a Kirby Bowser and DK, mainly to grab others by ledges and suicide immediately laughter. Uh, Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That was the end of that sentence. I heard you wrecked Bob with min min. Good job expected, but good job. Nonetheless. (laughs) I did. Uh, he did. Um, he won one set. So Mm -hmm. he did three sets, two out of threes. He got a buff, right? With captain Falcon. Yeah. Captain Falcon got a buff. Um, Bob, significant or not. Yeah. I mean, eh, yeah, he's not like as good as he was in smash four. He was broken in smash four, but he's better than he used to be in ultimate. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to make Bob much better because a lot of moves that got buffed, Bob doesn't really use anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, what? Um, yeah. As far as like the disparity between the worst and best characters in Smash games, do you feel like Ultimate has the like smallest gap at this point yeah, because they're sure. okay? It's definitely the like, most balanced Smash game because like there's melee where there's yeah. what twenty six characters and mm-hmm. twelve of them are decent. <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. Twelve of them are decent, eight of them are good. You know, like and that like those yeah. two things overlap. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're good, then you're obviously right. Good. Yeah, exactly. Um but ultimate it's like forty of them are decent mm-hmm. and then like twenty five of them are good. Nice. At least, yeah, that leaves a lot of room. And then, for... Like the ones that aren't decent Variety. can at least get some cheese and win. You know, like <laughs> Little Mac's not great, but like uh-huh. if you're playing against somebody that doesn't know what they're doing, you'll probably win, even if you're like average. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like if you don't keep a good air game, then he'll win. I yeah, guess, like on the ground, you just get bopped. You just get bopped. Yep. Well, nice. Uh, cool, cool. Said I knew I was a Link main before I even played Smash. Great video. One way I think. Or, yeah, one way I think you should have mentioned is putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. I suck at playing off stage until I force myself to always jump after my opponents. Unless I'm playing a little Mac, I'm not insane. Till I got mm-hmm. super comfortable off stage, it made w- winning way easier for me. Playing aggressive has also helped me chain combos, zoning while approaching, and taught me how to keep up pressure. Um, there was a lot of stuff like that because I mean. For this video, I did what I usually do, uh, and I wrote the script. 
but then I also was like, okay, but there's like a lot of thoughts that I have that pertain to like the things that I scripted that I want to mm-hmm. like add to. So like all of it ended up being like 45 minutes. And I was <laughs> like, I'm not releasing a freaking, I'm not editing. First of all, I'm not editing right, a 45 yeah. minute video and I'm not releasing a 45 minute video. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a lot of that stuff that's like character specific and like, you know, stuff like that where it was like, um, a smash bros specific channel would cover that in more detail because mm-hmm. like they make dedicated videos to just right. one thing where it's like here's how you edge guard that sort of stuff i was just going to leave it up to them to like okay here's the resources that you can go to for those super specific things mm-hmm. but i wanted to like make sure that i gave a blanket thing of like mostly learning how to learn not mm-hmm. so much teaching you like how to play min min you know mm-hmm. um that was really my goal with the video. Um, but yeah, there's, there's definitely stuff like that where, uh, getting like being put in uncomfortable positions helps you get better. But that's kind of part of why I said pick a main and stick with it because mm-hmm. that'll inherently put you in uncomfortable situations. Cause there's mm-hmm. no character and other than Pikachu that doesn't get I mean, that. Yeah. That can avoid uncomfortable situations regardless of what they do. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll be forced to learn around that eventually. True. And that's, Here that's man. what it is. And speaking of uncomfortable positions and say <laughs> this video is all over the place and hardly useful LMAO. Uh, I disagree. Um, and also it was, it was funny because like, um, I responded to his comment. I was like, what? Like, that's not, that's not what the, the, the response to this video has been, you know, like if it's hardly useful, then yeah. everybody in the comments would be like, this video is useless and it will have way more dislikes than likes, you know, uh-huh. as one dislike. That doesn't happen. Well, I think we found the dislike for what it's worth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, the irony of this too. Um, and, and Hey, how's it going? Hope you're doing great. Um, this comment was all over the place. Well, it wasn't very all over the place, but it was also hardly useful. So yeah. That's, that's, I, that's, that was my initial response. I was like, this, that's funny. this comment isn't very useful. Like what about it is yeah. first of all, what's wrong with the structure? I feel like mm-hmm. it was very like, and I did that intentionally. I started out with like, okay, what would I tell somebody to do first? Find mm-hmm. a character, learn mm-hmm. how to use that character on a basic level, test that character in low like stake situations, mm-hmm. i.e. fighting computers, learn how to get like, better by Mm -hmm. learning about advanced techniques and stuff like that practice against actual people to use Mm -hmm. those more advanced techniques find a friend group that is you know committed as you are to continue to grow Mm -hmm. together iron sharpens iron etc etc um clear structure (laughs) if the if their intention also is to watch the video in hopes of finding ways to like cheese it to the top you know like because in the thumbnail shows noob to elite smash. So like, maybe they're like how to get into an elite smash really easily or something. If that's what they were like coming into it, expecting then like, yeah, you gave actual, like, here's how to learn how to do the work to get good. Yeah. Like here's how you get, here's how you actually get good. Yeah. As opposed to giving the, like come a gimmick. (laughs) Like the, um, like the smash spirit challenges that were really hard that yeah, now it yeah, shows yeah, you how to right, do them. Right, like, right. that's a very different thing where it's like, here's how to cheese it in a very specific way. Like that's, mm-hmm. if that's what someone was expecting, then, then yeah, it was all over the place because it was more than just, uh, this equals this. And then therefore, that. yeah. And but, in fairness, I think a lot of people kind of think like that, like, um, mm-hmm. Not to, <laughs> I mean, kind of, just because it's funny, but not to, King completely, not, to side, you know? not to completely, not to completely, uh, outlook, <laughs> but Logan 
uh, as some of you guys know, a lot of you guys know, uh, he play, so he plays Smash Brothers and the majority of how he plays this game is he wants to get to Elite Smash. Like, that's his goal. Like, there's mm-hmm. plenty of times where I'll see him online and I'm like, yo, you trying to play Smash? And he's like, nah, I'm playing Elite Smash. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right. Um, I guess Is so. he trying to, like, get every character in there and then, like, leave him in there? Or just, just as many characters as he can. Like, yeah. I don't think that that's necessarily a specific mm-hmm. goal of his. Mm-hmm. I think he tries with certain characters and if it's just not happening, it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, but there are characters where he's like kind of like me and the small laser focus that mm-hmm. I have where it's like, I want to get the characters I'm good at in a laser mm-hmm. match. Um, but how we approach that is very different mm-hmm. where for me grinding to get to elite smash is getting good with the character. Mm-hmm. But for him, he's like, tr- he tries to brute force his way through it where he's right. like, I'm just going to be on elite smash until I get enough GSP to be in. I mean, I'm just going to be on quick play until I get mm-hmm. enough GSP to be an elite smash. And then for me, don't it was touch like, that character again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. For me, it was like, okay, I want to like practice against players that I know that are good and mm-hmm. like, you know, learn this character and what I did in the video, you know, yeah. and, then go on a quick play and then get to elite smash and mm-hmm. i think that uh that method is more consistent because it took me literally literally half an hour <laughs> to get min min into elite smash uh-huh. it's been three days since then and logan is still trying to get into elite smash <laughs> so it's like i i think that you, you definitely gotta mm-hmm. like learn the character instead mm-hmm. of trying to like go into elite smash because then all you're trying to do is counter the mm-hmm. cheese that most of elite smash or quick play players yeah. um try to do and yep. it's not a good way to approach learning the game or mm-hmm. care yep but i mean you do you if you want to cheese stuff i guess Man. but this you probably wasn't the video for you the wall for three days <laughs> then you do that yeah um come from jesse mccowan who says it's pretty amazing how a game like smash bros can be played so many options and it uh, it's what makes it a great game. 1v1 is fun. Free for all is fun. Items and stages and everything allowed is chaotic and fun. It's just fun. Great video. Great tips. Yeah. Um, my only thing with the, those modes is like they're fun in bursts. And I think that's why mm-hmm. most people that buy Smash Brothers only play Smash Brothers like a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. But then there's people like me that play it all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's because, like, you're not, if you play freaking, um, let me think of it. Like, if, you're, if you play Mario Kart all the time, right? Chances are you're not always playing battle mode. You're right. like online on Mario Kart doing 200 or 150 CC, you know, like you're mm-hmm. doing those type of modes because like there's a reason to continue to keep playing it. Cause you're like being challenged and you're improving and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When you're playing casual rules all the time, you're not really doing anything and you're just spinning the, uh, like the wheel every time you play <laughs> the game. Yeah. Uh, and that gets boring. Even if you love the game, like I have a lot of fun playing free for all and casual matches and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but I couldn't do that all the time. It ha- it's yeah. like a very, like once in a while, like a group of friends or family mm-hmm. play the game and then, yeah, let's do that. But one V one is like fun all the time for me because mm-hmm. I'm competitive. Yeah. And I think the, the chaotic and random element of it is discouraging when it, when you care about it more and like there's situations right. where you don't, which is great. Like with friends and family, that kind of thing. You mm-hmm. just, if you lose, it's like, I mean, it's, you know, it sucks, but like, I know that that was because of that, you know, smash mm-hmm. ball or whatever. Um, but that was because of, you know, some item or whatever. And yeah. as opposed to if that was the case all the time, like that would suck because it's like, yeah. It, when you're trying to get better at it, it's like a Mario party situation where you're like, I did everything literally perfectly. And then at the end they were like, ah, pity. <laughs> we're just going to yeah. give that to the and other I, guy. And I think that that uh, can, that can be true for like, say a casual 
mm-hmm. played the game like a, a more like a dedicated player, right? Mm-hmm. But they only like playing those modes. They mm-hmm. would come to that point too, where eventually mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, okay, yeah. this is random and therefore annoying." Yeah. <laughs> but like when right. you play it every once in a while, it's just funny. Like mo- like mm-hmm. people wouldn't just play Mario Party, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's a fun right. once in a while thing. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, although I mean, they might if it didn't have those random elements in it. You yeah. know, if it was, but then if it, it was Smash Brothers where it let you. Yeah, exactly. Yep. If it let you like dial it in that way. Yep. I like Smash. Don't get me wrong. I like Smash for the ability to like uh, tailor it to how you want to play the game. But I definitely think that like playing it competitively is uh, more complete experience almost mm-hmm. you know like it, it feels like you're doing something whereas casual rules the game's kind of playing itself and you're just yeah. laughing at it <laughs> yep yeah uh last comment from Mega Man said aj is toxic nah top tail player <laughs> great video <laughs> and great source to keep coming back to especially with me about to pick up a secondary and still perfecting my Mega Man. who would have thought yo Hit me up if you need min min tips. <laughs> I think, I, I, and I told him this. I think that um, uh, Mega Man is going to be really good with min min, or at least be able to pick up min min quickly because min min has a very similar play style to um, Mega Man. Mm-hmm. Um, so all all in all, min min sounds like a fun time. Keep us posted on. True. I don't know, whatever, if she's good or not. I will. I'll have <laughs> random uh, Twitter videos, I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, and then otherwise, I made a video as well talking about uh, some demos that I played. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to, I mean, I'm not going to talk that much more about those because I talked about them you made a whole video in the video. Um, so, but hopefully y'all found some, either it was that least entertaining or that... maybe some demos to check out. Yeah. So pulled some comments. I mean, both, neither of our videos are like, were great ones for commenting on. So yeah. thank you everybody for doing it anyway. Um, because they were both kind of like, here's just some things and informations as opposed to like more opinion type things. But yeah, going back even, to right, like, mm-hmm. I, I think your video would normally, like if it was a games thing, it would be mm-hmm. easier to comment on because it's like, here's games that I like, but like, there's not that many demos to be yeah, like, well, I like right. this demo, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's true. Um, but yeah, going right back to Mega Man. Mega Man said, great video, Parker. Definitely keen on looking at moving out. Maybe one the wife and I could play. Um, and yeah, that, that I, game definitely has like overcooked vibes for me. Honestly, it's, and I, I talked to Mitch about it too, because like I said, he played it and he was like, well, I, I said, I feel like it's overcooked, but just less. It's, if, it's way more fun to me because overcooked has lots of little checkpoints essentially like mm. every order is like a little checkpoint and then you feel bad if you miss some of the orders yeah like you can like stress mess a lot of, up you can like mess up overcooked yeah whereas with here. this like with moving out it's just there's one timer for the whole thing so like you either get a gold silver or bronze um metal and like i don't know what happens if we got a bronze medal on all of them uh maybe we got a silver medal on one but I don't know what happens if you go past that time. Like if it's like you ran out of time or if it's like you got no medals, but you still got to play. Like, I don't really know, but it doesn't feel punishing. And it just feels like, Oh, we did all right. You know, at the worst. Um, yeah. But just the, it wasn't us like yelling at each other. Whereas that happens with overcooked with, I mean, I actually haven't played overcooked with Ashley specifically because <gasps> in playing it, I was like, I don't know, this would be that fun. Um, <laughs> But the people that I have played it with, it's like, you know, stressing out, trying to figure out the most efficient way to do it. Whereas this is just like, I don't know. And you're just going around and having a good time. So 
I would definitely recommend it if you have somebody that's like, locally that's to play like it with. That's like something that I don't get. <laughs> you know, what do like, you mean? I, like it doesn't uh, compute for pe- like when people like actually get mad. Me neither, like honestly. Like for me, like the, like the Monopoly thing, right? Like I freaking love Monopoly because the dynamic is hilarious. But like <laughs> Dan actually hates it. Like yeah. Dan hates Monopoly, but I think it's so funny. So like, I, I can see I get how yeah. people like they're like ru- like I know the meme is like Mario Party and like freaking uh-huh. overcooking stuff. Like that ruins relationships. But for me, it's just funny. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, I think yeah. The thing for me is like I'm not super competitive. So like if somebody else. There's times that I can be, but it's pretty rare. And it's usually in response to somebody else that I don't like how competitive they're being or the way in mm. which they're being competitive. Um, right. But like, yeah, playing Mario Party for me, if somebody else does better, I'm like, oh, hey, good job on that thing there. So like it makes, it diffuses it to the point where like the actual thing and the energy that's supposed to be there ends up being like maybe not what it's supposed to be. So for Overcooked specifically, that ends up like, the, I think the only people I played with, I played with Mitch once or twice and then some other friends of mine, um, like once. And it was very much like, because nobody was yelling at each other, we weren't all that efficient. We were like, Oh, can you bring that up? You can't. Okay. That's fine. No worries about it. <laughs> like, very Canadian of us, I suppose. <laughs> Just kidding. We've got a lot of Canadians. Y'all are nice. It's, um, it's that's the joke. So, um, I, yeah. I'm, I don't know. I'm like somewhere in the but middle. But moving out was like, conducive. I'm, I'm so. very much so like a thing of like, no, we, we want three stars. But I'm not yeah. going to like yell at anybody for not getting three stars. Yeah. And it's like a funny thing where it's like, you burnt the thing. You know, it's not like, yeah. you burnt the thing. I hate you. I'm not talking to you for the next <laughs> three hours. You know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. I'm not inviting you to my birthday party. Yeah, exactly. That said, we did. Uh, I forgot to say in the what we're playing this week. Um, again, last night, hung out with Mitch and Catherine and Ashley was over there. Um, and we played a little bit of Jackbox Party Pack game. We played Trivia Murder Party, which is always very fun. It's on Party Pack 3, if you haven't played it. Um, mm-hmm. And I uh, I won three games in a row of it because we were only <laughs> going to play one. And then and Catherine won that. And then um, Ashley, my wife, was like, oh, let's play another one. Just like, you know give somebody else a chance or whatever. And then I ended up winning and she's like, let's play one more. And then she was like, we'll play one more just so everybody has one chance to have won. And I won it again. I was like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm very good at this apparently. So, which is usually not the case, but it's a fun time. Rip Rip indeed. Uh, Casper three, two, three, seven said, I'm in the same boat as far as dragon quest goes. I'm in the middle of Nino Cooney. I also picked up the demo for the almost gone because of one of your earlier videos and just downloaded the blasphemous because of this one. Great content. Keep it up. Thanks. Thanks Casper. Um, yeah, man, I same for dragon quest. I mean, obviously I talked about it, but like I do plan to play that game at some point, but I'm not going to play 10 hours of a demo and then wait to play it. So I'm going to wait until I'm like, I'm just going to play the game because I know I'm going to like it. And yeah, the, I'm curious on what your thoughts were for the Almost Gone because it definitely didn't super sell me on it. Um, I was kind of huge on demos in general. I like it depends for me for sure. There's some that I'm like that was like Blasphemous. I thought was a great demo because it gives you a taste of like this is what the game is and like you're gonna like it's a pilot of a show or whatever. But if the pilot of a show either wraps stuff up or like doesn't point to where the rest of it's gonna go anyway or really mm. give you a taste for it it's like okay i guess i watched that pilot great short movie that i just watched you know 
It's like if they if yeah. they don't handle it like Dragon Quest does, mm-hmm. but it still is like a slice of the game. I'm I'm not down. Like I don't want to yeah. play freaking like say I play a demo and it's like level seven, <laughs> right? And then I buy yeah. the game and then I play up to level seven and then I'm playing level seven from the demo again. That's not fun. But if yeah. I can just play through level one through five mm-hmm. or whatever in the demo and then play yeah. level six when I buy the game, I'm down. Mm-hmm. That is something I should have mentioned for each of these games, which ones actually do save your progression. Right, yeah, true. Because some of these did and then some wouldn't have. So I think Blasphemous actually is one that should as far as like, because it does, it just pops you in the beginning. I think it like skips some intro cutscene or something like that and just starts you right out. Um, so maybe because of that entirely, they it doesn't save your progress over. So that's kind of lame. Um, but at the same time, it's like fun to play anyway. So it's not that big of a deal, but man, Blasphemous, that was a fun demo. That is all. Um, <laughs> YPCS said, great video. I love both yours and AJ's weekly videos, but this was a nice change. Plus very informative. Keep up the great content. Thanks. Thanks. I, I think that like, we're definitely getting a lot more crossover as time moves on <laughs> between like like well, knowing who you and I, yeah yeah like and i i'm i even see that in emails now <laughs> where like people <laughs> will preface emails like hi aj and parker you know <laughs> that's <laughs> like, like so, so like, yeah we're definitely successful in that regard or that's like, good if yeah. somebody watches one of our videos they probably watch both of our videos yeah yeah i don't know i mean it's been forever since i've seen any like, comments who's this parker guy right yeah or vice versa yeah well definitely not vice versa it's <laughs> ever happened but um <laughs> the the only time i've seen something like that was when the zelda video went up on the zeldauniverse.net website and at some point they said fanatics for something something he said yeah. blah, blah blah and i was right, like right 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 well and that i understand like if you've only seen one video you just assume fanatics for or the channel name is one person you know if you were right. like People call Bob Wolf then all the time. Yeah, exactly. Have you so like? Have you been a witness to that at PAX? I've <laughs> where somebody I've seen will people, approach Bob and be like Wolf then. Yeah, <laughs> or just call him Wolf or something. And I'm like, okay, that, yeah, that one's safe. Like that's safe yeah. to just call him Wolf because this is uh-huh. his last name. But calling him Wolf then is like, all right, Wolf Vox. It's even worse. That, that would be hilarious. <laughs> it, yeah. it would be funny if somebody called me Wolf then Vods. <laughs> that would be so funny. <laughs> Um, but like the fact that people call him Wolf Dead in front of Will, it's like, Hey, Wolf yeah. Dead and the <laughs> other guy, I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's messed up. Yep. It's true. Um, but yeah, there it is. Thanks for the comment. Last comment. This is from Padmok who says Dragon Quest Builder two has a great demo that convinced me to buy the game because of an entrance story. It's our interesting story and pleasant gameplay and it's long. On the other hand, the Taurus didn't convince me at all, but it certainly has a beautiful artistic style. Yeah, man, I think, and that's like the perfect part about demos for me is ones that I'm like, this could be an interesting game. And then I try it out. I'm like, nah, it's not, or no. So yeah, I I really, I enjoyed the tourist a lot. I still like the only thing that I didn't love about it was just that it feels like it could have been a little bit bigger than it was. And it definitely, the ending of it is like, we're going to make a sequel. Don't worry about it, which is cool. And I'm very glad about that. Um, And it points to the sequel being like even a, kind of different like like uh if you've seen willy wonka and the chocolate factory the sequel to willy wonka is um the uh, elevator like whatever it's called glass, something elevator yeah something yeah glass that kind of a thing where it's it's like a huge departure you know but it's same kind of 
world and vibe and stuff, I guess. But I mean, I haven't read it or anything. Side note though, I did watch a video. We watched Snowpiercer for the first time. Um, and it was good. That is, what is that? Oh, okay. It was, a the same guy that directed Parasite that came out last year and won all the awards and stuff. He made a video, a video, a movie called Snowpiercer (laughs) in 2013 and it's Chris Evans. Um, and the whole premise is like the, the rest of the population of the world, which is like these, I mean, probably fewer than a thousand people is all on this one train. That's a self-sustained ecosystem. That's just going all around the entirety of the globe pretty much. Um, because there was like a, they released some anti-global warming chemical in space that overcooled the, the whole world. So now it's like a frozen tundra outside and you can't go outside without dying after, you know, a couple minutes or something. So hey, when that happens, dude. Yeah, I know. Seriously. So, but it's it's a really interesting movie. But I watched a video. It was a, a film theory kind of thing, not from film theory specifically, but on um, that Snowpiercer is a sequel to Willy Wonka. It's from a couple of years ago. The video no, is what? <laughs> really interesting. And I was like, I, I mean, film theories are just fun in general, but it's pretty convincing in some. Bits. That's like another thing that like it's very much so like the the reaction to that sort of thing is very dependent on the type of person you are. Yeah, because like I, I think that like I mean we like we know people from yeah right <laughs> channel. It's very much so not something that they make being like this is definitely true. It's right, like, this would be fun, you know. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. They take it seriously enough to be like, all right, let's uh-huh. give this some thought. Yeah, but not like this is like beyond uh-huh. a shadow of a doubt facts right <laughs> my favorite was the call to action at the end of this video too was like instead of and here's and even preface it in a way that i was like oh he's gonna ask us to subscribe or whatever but he was like if you enjoyed this video i just ask you to do one thing tweet at chris evans is willy Wog, and then like link this video because if he says that it is it's canon <laughs> i was like that's so funny that's true. um that's true. and i'm sure he hasn't specified it but it was really interesting. So if you've seen if you've seen Snowpiercer, go look up that video. If you haven't, I haven't seen it. it, but I'll say that it's that's an incorrect theory, and it's actually <laughs> a sequel to Avengers Endgame. Ah, should have known, should have known. Duh. So, but that's it for our videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we thanks everybody for commenting, and uh, now we'll get onto the massive amount of Q and A that we have. So it's true. Here we go. I'm glad that there weren't a ton of news articles because we got a bunch of Q and A. It's true. YouTube community. Uh, we got some people saying some stuff. Cool. Cool. Said, does AJ like Pokemon? I don't know. Ugh. It'll take a while for me to figure it out. Give me 42 <laughs> more videos. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, what are you guys favorite Mario spinoff game slash series? Uh, oh, man, I mean, smash probably counts. A that little doesn't bit. count. That doesn't count. That's <laughs> okay. not a freaking Mario game. It's, it's his name is <laughs> that's like, you know, that comment that I hate. Before freaking Pokemon Sword and Shield, where it's like, oh, it wouldn't be a Pokemon game, it'd be a oh, game yeah, of Pokemon, yeah. that whole thing. The Mario, I mean, Smash Brothers is a game of Mario in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's, I think it's probably a sports game, but I don't know which one's my favorite. I guess freaking Mario Sluggers, dude. Mario Sluggers is dope. <laughs> um, Man, I think, okay, so. I bet it'll have been Paper Mario after that comes out because it looks like I I just haven't played a Paper Mario game yet, so I don't know. But I mean, it looks like that's going to be the kind of game that's that's more up my alley. Um, That said, I really, really enjoyed Mario Tennis for the Game Boy specifically, which is like (laughs) barely even a Mario game. He's only 
in like a little bit of the story at the way end and in the multiplayer mode, but it it's was, like freaking it's a Mario, Mario RPG, you know? and it's like Mario, I mean, Mario and Street. Yeah. Three. <laughs> so, um, yo, others Mario Kart that, though. Mario you know, like, cheats. So I was watching Ian of Ian Why Not and uh-huh. also occasional directly to you guests. Um, I was watching him play a game, and Mario cheats in freaking NBA Street Volume. Really? <laughs> He's broken. <laughs> I saw a Peach cross up Ian. I was like, oof. He was like, Ian was like freaking LeBron James or something like that, and Peach completely broke this man's ankles. I was like, ah. You hate to see people get dunked on by freaking Princess Toadstool. <laughs> yep. Um, cool, cool. Continues going on. Do you think the Switch needs more of them, as in Mario spinoff yes. games? So she put freaking Mario Sluggers on Switch. Also, Mario, Mario Golf. Tennis. If you make a good Mario Golf with like a good story mode, you got to think that's the next one, right? Like, I think so. Next. Yeah, <laughs> I've got to. Remember. I would. I would be so sure it was this year if. I didn't also oh, yeah, think that they were actually that. doing the 35th anniversary stuff. If yeah. it weren't for that, that'd be would... wild. What if they did? What if they just freaking refreshed every Mario you know? series oh, or whatever? Like they were like, all right, we need a Mario sports game. We uh-huh. need a freaking Mario RPG. We need a Mario platformer. You know, like every a new Mario Kart. <laughs> I wild. think the best <laughs> Mario spinoffs are um, edutainment games. That's we all know it. Uh, so. Mario is missing. That's Mario is missing. Uh, yeah. Luigi's um, Mansion, dude. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. Yoshi's Island. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. If we start going into like that, then we've got a million. Donkey Kong and backwards. Pikmin. Pikmin yeah. is the best Mario spinoff. <laughs> uh, it's Mario. 100 was that what it was or mario 128 mario spinoff but well, hold on i'm not letting that slide mario's <laughs> said, a donkey kong spinoff yeah i know i said but that but backwards yeah <laughs> or i whispered it out of my breath or thought it or something um and then continues what are your ideas for new entries a sports slash party game that hasn't been explored yet as a spinoff title for example i want mario football but mario american football if you're uh-huh. stupid <laughs> um Mario does taxes. I don't know what it is yet, but it's something it'll be. That's got to be. That's on PC. Yeah, it's it's, but no, it's not an. Ed- it's like a Windows ninety five title. Oh, it's um, like it's like it's, a freaking, so, it's different. It's, it's called Mario does taxes. People but, die. <laughs> yeah, it's a detective game. It's um, yeah. There you go. It's a detective game called Mario does taxes. It doesn't even make any sense, but you're like. That's what it is. Where okay, Everybody here's the, here's the premise. Uh, it's like Ace Mario. Attorney, but... Mario works at H and R Block. Yeah. Um, and somebody's mad because like they figured out like they they're like very upset because like why are taxes so hard to do? Like <laughs> everybody has to do them, make yep. them easier. Uh, and and somebody's fed up and freaking murders Toad because Toad is like not helping them with their uh-huh. freaking taxes uh, easy enough and they're getting charged too much and Mario has to figure out who done it. I was going to say or that or he's doing taxes he's working HR block all that stuff. He finds discrepancies in people's books and then goes and like detectives and them. them no but okay. like you know figures out that like this person was paying off this other person and like okay it's still a it's a murder mystery kind of thing but that's how he like gets clued but he's not solving a murder he's serving he he so like he doesn't he works for irs he doesn't work for freaking h&r block no he's a vigilante on the side you know, oh, okay a so secret like he, detective he were, he's just like a he's like a um an irs super fan yeah exactly <laughs> 
something like that. Good question. Cool, cool. I like it. Um, Alvaro Chacon Hermosillo. I apologize. Form Parker. Yeah, I. I mean, I could. Alvaro Chacon Hermosillo said. The possible. This is like I tweeted the other day. I'm doing Japanese on Duolingo, um, the, and I tweeted the other day. The only way that I can sound at all Japanese-ish, quote unquote, is by just doing like straight up anime voices. Because if I just say it like normal, then you're like Bob. You're like Boku no Hero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well. It's funny because like my default is to have more of like a French accent because that's uh-huh. just like my natural other not English accent. Um, yeah. So I've got to like, you know, whatever, say it in all my type voices. Um, but in any case, Alvaro says the possibility of a brand new IP Nintendo game one. I don't, maybe uh, the one wasn't supposed to be there and I accidentally pasted it in there, but, um, possibly like, oh, brand new IP okay, Nintendo so game. I said, I said ideas for topics too. Oh so yeah, 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 cool. Uh, the possibility of, yeah, it's Mario Taxes. We got it already. It's, figured we it out. did it. We did it. Is there a new IP? I don't know. I mean, that's kind of like Mario Kart is an IP. Yeah, I guess. Right. Exactly. Um, so we did it. We did it. A new, a brand new Nintendo IP. Um, yeah, I think there's more of them than we're. I think they need to do more or could or should whatever. But, um, I think there's also depends on what you define as exactly (laughs) because they publish new IPs like, um, (laughs) what's uh sushi striker or whatever, like that's a new Nintendo IP, but it wasn't one we necessarily wanted, (laughs) you know, uh, um, the stretchers, you know, all these things, um, astral chain, Uh, whatever. Good job. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but as far as an arms level Nintendo IP that they like develop, publish, and it's like Nintendo through and through, I, I'd still imagine we'll see one in the next year or two, couple years, something, but, um, I don't know. I don't know. know. I think that like new IP for them are kind of like, we need to freaking launch a console. Yeah. I was about to, I was thinking the same thing just now. Yeah. That like Uh, they, I don't know. They wait for a. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, if they did do a new IP, any thoughts as to what you'd want it to be? Uh, hmm. I usually try to default to like them like covering a genre that they don't already uh-huh. or that right. none of their franchises would naturally fit into. And mm-hmm. I honestly don't know of any <laughs> that they don't already like fit. Yeah that void in one way or another like there's there's definitely like genres that like i feel like they don't like double down on certain aspects that most other studios do like freaking like third uh third person action games and Mm -hmm. stuff like like, uh like freaking the last of us sort of situations or whatever right yeah but they have games in that genre they just don't double down on the story side they're like okay mm-hmm. breath of the wild like that's what you're going to get where there's story sure um <laughs> nintendo focuses way more on lore than they do on like direct narrative like yeah. there's a ton of lore and in, in zelda and breath of the yeah. wild specifically and there's a ton of lore in like pokemon and even like mario there's a ton of lore yeah but they they don't like they, they kind of leave it up to your interpretation oh, right? <laughs> yeah like yep it's true. Uh, Lizrin asks, who makes the best... Well, I might as well d- do his second question. He has two. Oh, yeah, he has two. Look at that. Uh, Switch Pro. Alvaro. This is back to Alvaro. Switch I'm, Pro. Um, 2020? I'm, no. 
I'm not pro switch. I'm anti switch, <laughs> dude. Um, but I, I, I don't know if they'll call it that. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that'll just end up being like the follow follow up to switch. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I don't. Know. I think like the Switch yeah. Lite threw everything out of whack. <laughs> like a lot of times, what Nintendo or every time what Nintendo does is they're like, "All right, here's what this console is about," mm-hmm. and that's just what it's going to be until it's not anymore, right? Or until it doesn't exist, right? Yeah. Um, the Switch Lite and like the 2DS sort of are like the only times that they didn't do that. And, mm-hmm. and like the switch like doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah, like right. uh in in that regard as far as like them being like okay but like we have a vision for what we want this console to be and that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be um the 2ds made sense because it's like we have a vision for what this console can be wait we can't legally sell that vision to the, most of our audience <laughs> gotta pivot you know yeah right. um whereas like with the switch it's like they had a vision and that vision is mostly what people use it for right mm-hmm. like there's people that like more lean on one side or the other, but for the most part, like if you account for the people that only play handheld and only play uh, like, you know, docked or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you account for the people that play both, it evens out. It's like yeah. either 50% or like 25% is only handheld and 25% is only docked and 50% does both. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like they realize that vision, but switch yep. like kind of was like, ah, we don't care. We just want a cheaper one. And this is yeah. our, idea of how to make it cheaper (laughs) yep i think um first of all i think something around this may actually be my topic for a video next week unless something else comes up so i'm not going to get super in-depth in some of my thoughts but yeah i i I would imagine unless they're just waiting for a full-on switch to swatch swap whatever um is your video called i am anti nintendo switch pro (laughs) no um well here i'll go i think maybe it's gonna be like every possible iteration or whatever of like you know all the different because like we don't know what it's gonna be if it's gonna happen at all but like just i'm and i haven't even like done the research to think about what all the options are but whether that be exactly the same form factor but stronger a different form factor what that would look like or etc etc so yeah um, i mean you could definitely like do kind of like a thing of like okay here's what they usually do and then mm -hmm. also here's what because what a lot of people try to do now or always with nintendo is like (laughs) they've never done that before right yeah but but they keep doing things they don't do so like they've never done before right exactly i think it's more productive to look at the other places that nintendo seems to be looking at uh-huh. at least that they seem to be looking is apple <laughs> yeah it, like they want to be apple and it's kind of yeah. obvious so <laughs> i think that that's a yep so yeah i don't know i'll uh i'll i'll possibly let you know my thoughts on that in a video but yeah i don't think i don't think 2020 uh, but yeah no definitely not 2020 you know it is what it is. Um, but I, I bet it's some point, launch some hardware point. in the year of hardware 2020. <laughs> no kidding. Um, okay. And then last question from YouTube community, Lizdren asks who makes the best barbecue sauce? Uh, okay. So the first thing that came to my mind was like, for whatever reason was restaurants and like, yeah. not is like restaurants make the best one, but like to be like <laughs> this, this, re- but like, like Wendy's barbecue sauce. Exactly. Than, yeah. Exactly. But like that, <laughs> a lot of restaurants, um, they commissioned like freaking, you know, like barbecue yeah. sauce companies <laughs> to yeah. make their barbecue sauce. Yeah. I, I mean, think, cause I think it, 
The like, packaging is something also doesn't mean it's uniquely made by that. For example, yeah. there's five, there's five um, companies of pretzel manufacturers that are all made in the same factory and boxed as different, like, yeah. whatever Snyder, like these five, which is just so funny. They're like, yeah, we're better than this one. And it's like, you literally are the exact same. Yeah, you're the same. Sa- you're made from the same mold, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's really funny. So same goes for barbecue sauce. You know, they could, for all we know, Wendy's barbecue sauce is sweet baby. Ray. It's not, yeah. but you know, that kind of a thing. Isn't like, I think Burger King is a sweet baby. Ray. There's a, definitely, there's a partnership somewhere. Okay. Like, I can see that. Like I'll have a and that's what country. that's what yeah. freaking like McDonald's used to do with ketchup, but now apparently they have their own ketchup. <laughs> their own ketchup. Um, my my answer for this is gonna be based out of nostalgia, less so actual preference. Um, bullseye barbecue sauce. A, it's pretty good. It's really good. Um, but B, when I when we lived in France or whatever, that was the only kind of barbecue sauce we could get because we just had one American store in downtown Geneva that we'd go to very seldom, but sometimes, and we'd stock up in barbecue sauce and that was the only brand they had. So for me, it's like the quintessential barbecue sauce flavor, you know? Uh, I'm going to say sweet baby race for a similar reason. Nice. <laughs> I mean, it's just, I, I guess that at whatever point my parents were like, this is the one. Yep. And it's like, all right, all right, so. uh, like, my kid no is just going to, my kid's just gonna be like i guess kroger barbecue sauce yeah. <laughs> walmart barbecue sauce the cheapest one there is that's all there is yeah that's, that's me and that's what i do as a grown-up i still because that's why i'm like sure i'll buy that i think the only thing that i don't do that with is like cheese mm-hmm. because like my parents were like they did that or it's like this is the cheese like it's the cheap cheese yeah. that's what i'm buying but me i'm like nah man man like good stuff <laughs> these can be very good um yeah, again lived in france and switzerland so like cheese is important yeah, yeah true <laughs> um good stuff okay questions from twitter now a whole bunch of them a chock full of questions mm-hmm. um izaka it, it wait izakaya mick crunchy mikula yeah at washigigan said <laughs> nintendo gave up on nintendo direct uh, I guess Maybe. probably we'll find possibly. out possibly we'll yeah. see <laughs> I think yeah I mean like I said at the top I think it really just depends I bet you know they've got at least one more that they're gonna do and they're gonna try to like the send off direct <laughs> like, well we like I mean is it gonna be like a YouTube video we need to talk about Nintendo direct <laughs> and that- <laughs> just their face just Miyamoto just sad yeah yeah that it is funny thinking back we haven't seen Furukawa out front nearly as much as i anticipated that we would you know what i mean That's um, all. i mean we didn't see uh we, we didn't, didn't see, see uh, what is this oh man what is his name that is after a while who's the guy after a while yeah um oh my god we said this man's name every week for a year and a half yep. or something like that <laughs> kimishima yeah, yeah 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 we didn't see kimishima so i think that that's yeah that's why it's like i think that um, I figured like it was because he was in, wasn't like freaking, yeah. you know, he wasn't like uh, CEO slash host. So right. It was just, like, just like doing, doing this. I'll, yeah. yeah. It was like, I'll do that. Yeah. Um, that, well, that was like a, a similarly watching Hamilton this morning. Um, and I've thought this for a while, but especially watching the whole thing all at once, like Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote all of Hamilton, wrote the music, mm. whatever. I mean, I'm sure he had other people that, you know, did some things with him, but like amazing that he did all that. 
and then watching it, he does a fantastic job and like acts in it very well and stuff. But like his singing voice compared to the singing voices of all the other people that are like auditioned for it and stuff, or yeah. like friends of his that are just really good, like definitely very different, you know, Night bar as far as like <laughs> he's he does a great job. He carries the melody and all that stuff, but it's like a you know more interesting uh, voice. But because he did the thing, he's like. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be up front there, and it's gonna be good. And it is good. Yeah, but. it's like he's like more of like the so like Awada. You know, similarly, like he was the like typical like Disney Channel actor, where it's like you got to be able to sing. You don't got to yeah. be able to sing great, but you got to be able to like you know kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, nobody hate me for saying that about Lin Manuel Miranda. He's great, but he's just not as good a singer as. Yeah, know, he's just not that. like freaking opera trained or whatever. Yeah, and David Diggs and all that. Yeah. Um, but. Continuing on, uh, Falcon F Zero Kid said, "Asks us if you c- with him. He doesn't like. He doesn't like. Uh, I was about to call it Bile. He doesn't like <laughs> Oh, really? Uh, he says if you could add five characters to Mario Kart Nine that have never been in a Mario Kart game, who would they be? I've got Cami Koopa from Paper Mario, Professor E. Gad from Luigi's Mansion. This is specifically him. This is yeah. This is Falcon. Park, yeah. Um, Professor E. Gad from Luigi's Mansion. Lubba from." Um, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Super Mario Galaxy 2. Oh, okay. Kirby from Kirby. (laughs) Cappy with Tiara as an alt from Super Mario Odyssey. Yo, that'd be sick. Um, I... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Hmm. We can do five between us if we can't think of five. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. I want Min Min... (laughs) Put Min Min (laughs) and Mario Kart or Twin Uh Tail. No, put Twin Tail in there. That'd be dope if it was like two separate representatives Mm -hmm. from arms. Uh, one in Smash Brothers, another one in and uh, Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Kirby. I was I was also thinking Kirby. Nah, we can't Kirby. say Kirby. Weird. He he said Kirby. I know, but I'm just saying I agree. I mean, I agree with several of these. Professor Eagle is also awesome. Um, I'm surprised he's never been in it. I would have thought he was like in freaking Mario Kart Wii or something. Yeah. I do. Yeah. So I guess here's the two directions you can go. Is like more. Uh, like Rosalina, first of all, Rosalina. She's already in Mario Kart, dude. She's in Mario, she's in Mario Kart, Kart Tour. Rosa- she's not in. Yes, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. I meant Polly. I'm so sorry. What 100% <laughs> is there's a baby Rosalina in the freaking- yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally this whole time I was picturing you Pauline, were, you, you not said Rosalina, Rosalina but I totally said Rosalina. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, for sure. I agree. <laughs> Polly, Polly needs to be in the game. Yes. It's dumb that she's not. Um, which I mean, like, yeah, she wouldn't have had opportunity really, I guess, before Super Mario Odyssey. Not true. I'm just saying, nobody. They could have added her as DLC. They added freaking Breath of the Wild link. That's, they could have yeah, added Pauline. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Pauline, who'd you say? Um, I Twintel. Said Min, Min, or Twintel, yeah, Twintel. Yep. <laughs> um, um, okay. But yeah, else? characters yeah. from other franchises, I think, is always. I think. Yeah, other franchises is the easiest one because I don't yeah. know if they ever, like, freaking. Are bloopers in Mario Kart? <laughs> Put a blooper think, in. Mario oh, bloopers Kart. are items, I think. So that would be a little bit odd. <laughs> I mean, the Koopa shells are items. That's true. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> Just saying. Put a Bob bomb in, in Mario Kart. Oh, totally. Yeah. I don't know why we don't have. Bob bombs, a red Bob bomb. We'll do that because yeah, they're yeah, yeah. they're more. No, NPC-ish. freaking the King Bob bomb. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Was he, he not Has in? he been? I don't know. I don't know. I almost want to say I don't think so. I, I was thinking of Double Dash, um, but I was thinking King Boo is. But oh yeah, um, yeah, 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 I don't think King Bob bomb has been. Has he been in any games besides sixty four? Come to think uh, of it, 
uh, paper. I mean, Super Mario Party, technically. Yeah, right. But he's not like playable. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think. So who we've got? Um, Twintel, King Bobom, Blooper, maybe Pauline. I was joking about Blooper. We don't have to do Blooper because oh, Inkling's no in it, and Inkling's pretty much Blooper. Yeah, his successor. <laughs> yep. Um, who are side characters from? Spin-off oh no, games? he's been in freaking. Wait, 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 wait. Mario Kart. Uh, oh no, no, nah, that doesn't count. I want to say that doesn't count. I'm calling a veto on that. Mario Kart Tour. Uh, it says no. It says he was in Mario Kart DS, but he was like a boss. Oh yeah, no, that doesn't. Count. And he's a non-playable character in the uh-huh. arcade game. That has um has Piranha Pete Petey Piranha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Petey Piranha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was in he Dash, was in Double sure. Dash. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, man. Uh, Hammer Bros or Hammer? I don't oh. think Hammer Bros ever been in Mario. No, Kart. they haven't. That would be awesome. Also, just put in Olivia from um. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Get that Mario freaking cross promotion, dude. Yeah, Paper Mario and Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. If we get EGAD in there, then um, Pulcher Pup, 100%. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm That'd down. be so good. <laughs> All right. All right that, that's definitely that's more, than more than five. That's, yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, that's the thing. Nintendo, there are so many, even just Mario spinoff characters that yeah. would be great. So I think if the next one comes out, and I feel like they'll take a step Can back. Can play in Mario Kart? I don't think so. Not that any, Not any that I can think of. So, be Goomba. Goomba. People might be mad about that as well, just because it's kind of boring one. But man, I don't care. I don't, know. I don't care. People are asking for freaking Waddle D in Smash Bros. <laughs> I don't hear nothing about boring. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. And then Pocket at Papaoche says, "Please have Ian on again. Aside from Ooh, getting me to you. shut up about what's wrong with Pokemon, and I really need to. It was fun listening to you all. Did you guys?" Uh, did you guys play the original Final Fantasy Chronicles, Crystal Chronicles on the Wii? Is the upcoming is the upcoming remake worthy of hyping? I thought it. I think it's on the GameCube. Not maybe it's also on the Wii. And but yeah, it might be original, on the Wii too. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the original was on GameCube because yeah. it was like the. I think that was like one of the Game, Game Boy Advance. Advance it things. was. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, no, I never played it. Um, but I'm sure I've played it like once or twice over a friend's house, but I've mm-hmm. never owned it. <laughs> I. I will be curious in general about like, yeah, RPG multiplayer RPGs in general. Like that seems like I, again, I just don't play that many multiplayer games. So like I could imagine if you really like multiplayer stuff and RPGs that could go well together, but I don't know what friends I would get together and be like, we're going to even online trying to play crystal Chronicles, Right. Yeah. So that'll be, that'll be an interesting time. Um, but I don't know. It'd be fun. I think if you're into, I mean, if you're into RPGs and you have other people to play it with, sounds like it'll definitely be worth playing, but I don't know past that. Cause I'm, I mean, it was, if I'm remembering correctly that I played this game over friends, I was <laughs> like twice in my life. It was yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's something that I would personally like be hyped for. It, mm-hmm. it would be something that comes out and I'm like, Oh, that came out. I'll play it. <laughs> How much is it? 15 bucks. I'm down. <laughs> you know, yep. like, but how much is it a hundred bucks no thanks yeah um no. yeah oh why didn't we talk about that i know nba i just thought about it yeah. <laughs> um Dude. yeah that's do you think that's going to be a precedent overall or? um 
I don't know. I think that it should be honestly, but it should. Yeah. I think the problem is like um, that plus microtransactions. Games have even that. Like I don't. I don't know if that changes my mindset on it at uh-huh. all. Um, games having a set price, I think, hurts everybody in the long mm, run. Yeah. Um, because you hurt your game one way or the other by not doing it. Right. Yeah. Cause like, if you're like, okay, um, we think like how Nintendo approaches the value of their games, right. They're not really thinking about content as much or like quantity of content. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quantity of content content as much as they're thinking <laughs> of the quality of their IP. Right. Right. So they're like, yeah, freaking Kirby star allies is four and a half hours long to 100%, <laughs> but it's Kirby. So it's worth $60. Right. Uh-huh. Um, like having that blanket price in that way, I think pressures you to like feel that way. Right. Where it's like, Mm -hmm. well, if our game isn't like at least standard price, that's saying our IP isn't at least of the standard standard, you know? Um, Whereas if it's like normalized again, because that's how game pricing used to be. Whereas just like some games might be 30 bucks, other games might be 80, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I, I think that in the long run that will like, it'll level itself yeah. out where games more often than not, if they're breath of the wild sized and all that stuff, they might be $70. But mm-hmm. if they're freaking Kirby star allies, they'll be 45. Or whatever. It definitely does seem like in general, that standard is broadening as a whole. Cause you'll also have, you know, like crash re crash and chain trilogy at 40 bucks at launch or whatever, you know, like those kinds of things or like, uh, Sonic games will come out at $40 and stuff. So there's still like, it seems like there's a triple a price, double a price, indie game price. That's like vague, but it would be nice if I could see individual companies still like Nintendo being like, this is our standard. We're going to do this, you know, and captain toad's going to be $40, but these other things are going to be more. And it would be still nice for them to do more variety within that. But, um, it does seem like overall it's starting to, vary a bit more. So I do wonder with the $70 thing with NBA, if that'll be the case where there's now more, yeah, more variety, even just from that. Cause other games will be, we're still doing $60, but you guys are doing $70. And if that ends up branching out more, cause there's games that will come out like $50 now as well, you know, like mm-hmm. some RPGs or something like that, that are like full on RPGs, but they're $50 because whatever. Yeah. So Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I think, like, at least in the short term, it'll definitely be like, if it happens, because this could just be like, you know, price holder, whatever, yeah. placeholder prices and stuff like that. Right. Um, but if it happens, it'll probably be like um, a next gen thing. It's like, because this mm-hmm. is next gen and we're still like actively uh-huh. making games for current or last gen, I guess. <laughs> um, the current gen is going to be like currently current gen yeah. is going to be 60 and then next gen is going to be 70. Yeah. Um, maybe, but I also think that like something Bob brought up, uh, he retweeted this, uh, story or just somebody talking about it. And mm-hmm. then he was like, what does this mean for smart delivery or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. I think that that makes it less of a possibility that this is a thing at yeah. least for most games. Mm-hmm. Um, because I can't see Microsoft like eating that $10 right. just because, right? Um, so yeah, that's a good question. Also a very good question. Alec asks bread, good or bad snack? Um, 
wait <laughs> okay so is this is this like is this like how you're stupid crap about how freaking um like theoretical pears no not pears. oh snack foods and raspberries yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah raspberries being snacks and oranges not being snacks like is this like is, is that, this like that like is it like the form factor good for being a snack or are you asking if bread is good or bad <laughs> probably the form factor for being a snack i guess i don't know i mean i think i think it depends on the bread like i'm not freaking snacking on rye bread yeah like if it's if you got like a baguette or something like that that you can like rip off a bit of and just like eat a bit or like pretty much if it's good bread yeah man that could be a snack but if it's pre like slices of bread or like in a bag that you buy for like sandwiches or whatever probably not because that's just i don't know even if it's good bread depends on what kind of bread it is like because you can have good rye bread. Yeah. No, <laughs> but it's sure. still like rye bread and I'm not just going to eat that by itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Some of them definitely have more like rye bread is one for me that you need to have very specific things on it to like counteract yeah. its very specific flavor. Right. Um, so yeah, depends on the bread. I, but I think it can be a good snack depending on what it is. You know? Yeah. That's what I'd say. Uh, Alicia Benitez says, how do you guys feel after that shareholders meeting? Should Nintendo take notes from Pokemon on releasing news or content sharing? Um, I don't think Nintendo, I mean, I don't think they could. Yeah. I don't think they could do what Pokemon does because <laughs> Pokemon is Pokemon. I think mm-hmm. that like, at least like blanket, statement mm-hmm. like nintendo couldn't do it nintendo couldn't release good job and be like expect a special presentation for a good job yeah. right uh no matter what it is pokemon is pokemon so even when like mm-hmm. the announcement is disappointing for a segment of the audience there's going to be mm-hmm. four-year-olds that are freaking amped dude yeah <laughs> uh but that's not necessarily the case with all of nintendo's ip so i think mm-hmm. that mario like the question if the question was like could super mario be pokemon 100 percent could like mm-hmm. freaking zelda yes you know mm-hmm. but i don't think all of their uh franchises can be mm-hmm. marketed in the way that pokemon is yeah well i mean because yeah it sounds like the question is you know like doing the pokemon presents and that kind of thing um and I think, yeah, there's definitely something to be said for like, especially the short presentations like they were Nintendo um, has more breadth of things that just, I mean, this is kind of what you were saying, just in a different way of there's like things are less likely to have quite as much cross pollinization where like all I'm interested in the IP that is all the things in the Pokemon presents. I just don't care about the um, form factor of several of those things. But right. where, whereas with a Nintendo Direct or something like that, it's entirely possible, depending on how they do it, that they that you could be not interested in the IP or the form factor or you know one way or another. So there's more room for it to go poorly or whatever. But as yeah, far as how exactly. I feel about after that, the shareholders like meeting, a bad move to do it as a mm-hmm. blanket thing because yeah. with Pokemon, it's like it like kind of like what i said in response to people being like they said it was a big announcement Mm -hmm. it objectively is a big announcement right um not every announcement nintendo has is objectively a big announcement right um so for them to like kind of hype it up in that way like it is Mm -hmm. and it's an 11 minute long presentation on one game 
don't mm-hmm. think they can do that unless it's Zelda, unless it's Mario. You know, mm-hmm. they can't they can't do that with freaking uh, Dylan's rolling Western. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, yeah. I do wonder if that one's coming back. Like, there's you know, like Box Boy and Box Girl or Box Boy in general came back mm-hmm. and some other ones. So, like, I do wonder about the 3DS kind of eShop IPs that they have if they're going to do anything with those. Mm-hmm. Good stay. Uh, but as far as like how I feel after the shareholders meeting and stuff, I don't know that anything. Yeah. I probably don't feel any specific way after that either. Yeah. Where, yeah. I mean, we talked about that a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of that it's, we don't often get that much insight on the future of Nintendo out of the shareholders meetings outside of insight into how they operate and how they think about Nintendo and these kinds of things, which that's really interesting to mm-hmm. like understand them better. But as far as like, here's what there's we're no do like next. freaking juicy details right yeah. on the future. It's always like, Oh, did you know that breath of the wild costs $4,500 to make yeah. only? Did you know yeah. that? No, like that sort of thing. Uh-huh. Or just like, yeah, For the like, record it did not. It cost millions. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, them talking about how, you know, how it is that Miyamoto comes up with making something, something, something or whatever. Right. Like that's interesting for us to understand, but <laughs> so it doesn't I, I think that, paint a picture think, about the next couple months or anything. I think that's the closest thing we get to, to that, like a yeah. game announcement where it's like, Hey, Miyamoto mm-hmm. got a really cool lawnmower. So like, <laughs> look out for a new game in the future, dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, that is funny. So good question though. Yeah. Um, there it is. Jordan DeBest says, can you guys play a little devil's advocate on why you think this year has been so dry besides the obvious virus going around? <sighs> I have two thoughts. Here goes. Huh. Number one, I don't know that there are that many reasons besides the virus going around, maybe. Yeah. So like, kind of hard to play devil's advocate for that. But also, I don't also know if it's been as dry as we think that it has for the reasons that like, I think if we line up 2020 versus especially like 2018, then I, we've probably got about as many first party releases in the first six months. Um, yeah, probably not. I mean, there were a couple of ports in 2018 that probably counted for like one animal crossing is one donkey Kong plus one Hyrule warriors or something like that. I don't know. Um, I don't even know about that. I mean, I think 2018, the closest thing we got to, well, freaking Pokemon, let's go. Uh, but that would be like the, but that was still the second half, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, cause I'm, um, cause, uh, yeah, the, I think the only oh, thing that mm-hmm. everything that we got in the second half was like, well, not everything, but like the, the only thing that could even come close to competing with animal crossing in, in terms of like commercial success mm-hmm um is freaking super mario party and oh right yeah yeah yeah. throughout that yeah i wasn't even i wasn't even saying like the you know to nintendo as far as like how many copies it sells or anything but Mm. just to an individual of like i don't know feeling dry because it's kind of the same thing yeah like true because like if if a lot of like i mean of course for like the super like hardcore game or whatever they mm-hmm. might not be the one one of the freaking 11 million people that bought pokemon let's go but it, right. i mean it, it objectively is a yeah. big deal game if it sells mm-hmm. that much you know yeah. um so like it's hard it's hard to be like yeah, this year's dry if they're if they they open the year with a game that's bigger than most of their holiday mm-hmm. seasons have been in the last what eight years or whatever, mm-hmm. or 10 years even. Um, I mean, yeah. Cause and so the other part of that equation is I think 
it's hard to say like Nintendo hasn't been super great in their first halves of years. Yeah. Anyway, what, like to, so to, like to answer to, the question or to yeah. like, to, uh, I, I don't know, like perform the prompt. Uh, I think that that is the problem is their structure is like, so like down to Back the wire. Heavy. Yeah. Like they're, they're like, Hey man, stuff comes out when it's done. And that's when <laughs> we're doing it. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and because they can't do that anymore, they can't be like, well, well, and that, like this game's probably like eight dedicated months of working on it away from releasing. Mm-hmm. So we'll announce it when it's ready. Uh, they can't do like, they can't work in the way that they think of their deadlines now. So their mm-hmm. deadlines get pushed out further away. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, we'll be able to say officially by the end of the year, how dry it's been compared to other years. But yeah, I really like they could honestly, at this point, just keep announcing games or like, you know, do something where they announce games for the rest of the year. And then turns out there's like six new, you know, first party Nintendo games that come out the rest of the year, at which point we've got just as many, maybe more than 2018 had as just an example. And like arguably 2018, a lot of people consider to be a dry year. So that's a bit subjective anyway. But, um, but yeah, I think like it's, it's felt like a dry year because we haven't known what's coming next. Whereas everything, all the other years at this point, we have known at least one holiday, you know, that kind of title, um, generally more than one. So, so it's felt kind of weird because there's not this stuff to look forward to, but, um, I don't know. I feel like we'll see when the year's done how it actually turned out. And it's very possible that it does end up, it was just a super dry year other than Animal Crossing, which is arguably one of the biggest games. I mean, it is one of the biggest games, you know, for Nintendo in general. It's like top five franchises. Yeah. yeah, It's crazy. Um, Yeah. And I guess they've got their financial numbers now that it's, I mean, we won't see them for like two or three weeks, but we'll find out soon what these past three months looked like which will be crazy. Um, and then last question from Twitter is from I, I'm a stay inside. Also at dark type music <laughs> said, would you rather, this is an interesting question. I read this one earlier and had to get my mind around it. Would you yeah, rather confused. be I'm still a Sony Microsoft fan yet? There are bi-monthly Nintendo directs that occur or be a diehard Nintendo fan. That's anti Sony slash Microsoft and never have a Nintendo direct ever again. I mean, Probably the second one. <laughs> like, because, I mean, I have a PlayStation and an Xbox, but I never play them. Mm-hmm. So, like, I would just never play games. Because, like, if I'm not a Nintendo fan, like, the only thing that that would do for me is, like, uh, lead to me having to deal with people being like, man, Nintendo's so great. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I hate Nintendo <laughs> or whatever, right? Like, yeah. that's all that would happen. Like, I wouldn't care about the directs if I'm anti-Nintendo. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it also depends on this, like, if, when you say there's no Nintendo Direct, are we still... Does that mean... Like, are we still getting games? Right. Yeah. Because like, if we're still getting games, then, like, yeah, I don't care if there's a Nintendo... I mean, I think Nintendo Directs are very fun. I, I really enjoy I think they're fun, too. But, but, like, I think they're fun. I don't think they're functional. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, I think yeah. they, they cause more negativity than they do positivity at the end of the day. Like, they, they don't really do much positive that just announcing a game... In in, yeah. a, in in and of itself, mm-hmm. um, wouldn't accomplish right. Like, yeah. if people are hype about it, they're hype about it. Yep. If they're not, they're not. But I feel like a huge swath of the community is always pissed off 
regardless of what they announce during yeah. a Nintendo Direct. It never fails. Mm-hmm. Like Nintendo Directs are never universally good. There's always like at least like on a good direct, you know, a good direct, there's at least forty five percent of the people that are pissed about it. <laughs> like Yeah. It's pretty generous, but probably also right. Yeah, the <laughs> irony of this question is like I without the extremes of it, I'm definitely the second one where I'm not yeah, anti Sony or Microsoft, but like I also don't have a PlayStation or Xbox yeah. and don't really like, yeah, that, and that's fine. Um, and there hasn't been a Nintendo direct in a while. And even the last one that there yeah. was, some people wouldn't even consider one. So like right now I'm living that second, second half life just without the, being mad about it part, I guess. It's so. true. Questions from discord. Uh, Duncan says, yo, yo, yo. He didn't say, yo, 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 but uh, Nintendo direct when with the, you know, SpongeBob, the SpongeBob meme, uh, never obviously because i'm anti-sony and microsoft duncan tr- wait what oh yeah true i yeah. get it now i get it <laughs> like, i'm confused joke. i'm very confused um so yeah there's that so i thought uh, you were like i'm anti-sony and microsoft so i canceled nintendo directs <laughs> i'm like wait what why does that, that doesn't accomplish anything for you <laughs> sure does um Trevel steinberg says do you think that nintendo is ever going to bring the zelda games to switch if so do you suspect it'll be a package situation or individual purchases so older zelda games yeah i'm guessing like ocarina of time maybe majora's mask all that um i don't know if they'll bring all of them i don't know it depends on how they felt about doing it on wii u because wii u Mm -hmm. is like the zelda machine like there's literally every zelda game excluding freaking Link's awakening uh for nintendo switch is Mm -hmm. on the wii u and Wait, no, no, yeah, no, all of them are on Wii U. Like that's I don't know if they if they're like burned by that, if they're like it didn't perform well enough for us, and we're never doing that again. Zelda mm-hmm. games are only on their platforms and also Wii U and nothing else. Yeah. I think the other factor to consider is what their long-term hardware plan is in general. Like if um and how NSO and all that stuff factors into it. Because yeah. if their if their plan is we're gonna do the switch. And then we're going to do the swap and we're going to keep building the library of games yeah, from now swap, until then up until GameCube. Or right. Exactly. Yeah. So in that case, then they're just going to go sure. really slow and we'll have all of them, but it'll take forever. Um, right. If that's not the case, then yeah, I mean, I could see N64 games, you know, coming as early as this year. I think if year. we do end up getting, because uh, another thing that's been rumored for a while is mm-hmm. a Skyward Sword. Yeah. Port. Right or remaster or freaking remake mm-hmm. or whatever um yeah. coming to switch if that happens then possibly i don't know how many of them but i could see them being like well if we're going to do skyward sword then we mm-hmm. might as well freaking do wind waker and twilight princess or yeah. even be like well if we're going to do skyward sword we might as well like do freaking um like ocarina of time <laughs> or something like that right it's yeah. like that's not like remastered on wii u so like let's just remaster all the ones that aren't remastered on wii uh-huh. u here <laughs> I could see them. I mean, right now, I feel like some of those kinds of games are just back pocket material that they have kind of saved for a rainy day, which like you might say 2020 is a rainy day, but I don't know that that's actually the case for them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, they use ports to, to buff out extra windows so that they can work longer on the games they're already going to be working on so they can, you know, keep them as polished as possible or whatever. Um, right. So yeah, I could see them just doing those like Wind Waker and Twilight Princess as releases that they do down the road. But I, I think eventually we'll see, 
between the Switch and the Swap, we'll see most of the Zelda games, but it might just take a really long time. That's my yeah, guess. It's true. I can see it. I agree. Yep. That's and That's individual going. purchases is my guess. <laughs> Not yes. package situation. It would be great if it was. If the maybe if the Mario thing does very well, no, they already have to be planning ahead for next year. If they feel like the Mario thing and it is going to be a package situation does really well, then maybe they'll plan to do it that way next year. Because next year's thirty fifth. But I don't something. even know if that's true. Like, what if the Mario thing does really well, and then they're like, "Hey, we could, you know, do it separately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, we could sell all of them in one thing. Maybe. Monies." Yeah. So who knows? Um, next question from GK Dope Esquire says two questions regarding Universal Studios builds their. Oh yeah, I totally forgot to. Yo, that also news, but true. Funny. That's also um, true. Regarding Universal Studios builds their Super Nintendo World in Orlando. When if is it ever actually going to be built? Number one, would you want to go? Number two, what would you hope the experience would be like? What kinds of rides, shows, etc.? Number one, All right. well, yeah. Yeah. Of course. So I freaking, uh, as a lot of people know, I lived in Florida for like freaking two years. It's true. Um, and there, I have a lot of friends that live in Florida and stuff like that. And they're like, and like I freaking went to college in Florida and both my friends and also my college are like, you should come visit. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I need a reason, you know, like that's like, mm-hmm. it's, it's freaking work. Like it's work going somewhere and also maintaining this channel. And less mm-hmm. what I'm going there for is also to make videos. Yeah. Right. Cause then it's like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have to like work ahead. I can just mm-hmm. be like, okay, I can continue to do what I was doing before, but just like in a yep. different way. Um, so doing like Nintendo, uh, the, the universal studios, Nintendo attractions is like, that was going to be the thing that's like, okay, yeah, that's what I'm here. I'm going to be yeah. here for like a freaking two weeks or something like that. I'm going to make a video about the universal studios. And then there it is. There it is. A hundred percent. Yes, I want to go. Also, my wife definitely wants to go to Harry Potter World, and that's there as well. So it's at some point that's going to happen. What do you hope the experience would be like? What kinds of rides? All that kind of stuff. Yo, you know, you know what? Hear me out. (laughs) Listen to me. You know what they need to do? They need Mm -hmm. to. So you know, freaking. You ever been to um, Disney World? Uh, yeah, specifically like Epcot. Well, I think it's, I think that's that. It's, it's been a while, freaking, but yes, they have, saying. they have rides like this mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, it's like a arcade, like rail shooter sort of thing, uh-huh. like in a car and you're mm-hmm. make a Pokemon snap ride like that. If you don't do it, you're cowards. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very that's, obvious to do yeah. that. Do it. I'm, oh, cause that's, yeah, th- that kind of thing would be super easy. First of all, because you can like you don't have to the ride itself can be super boring you know as far as like the actual planning it out but it's like a i don't know whatever other rides are like that where you're like just look at things it's a small world you know that kind of thing it's like that's a boring ride but like if you're interacting with it in some way Wow, that's a good idea. And they could even do like really cool stuff with that, right? Like, uh-huh. you know, Nintendo's weird and they like doing yep. cool, weird stuff. Like they could, like, it could be like ghost themed during Halloween. And then like, mm-hmm. you can only take pictures of ghosts with like an AR sort of situation. <laughs> yep. Like I'm telling you, man, it would be dope. Just do it. I think um, that, um, either some kind of fast ride. That's either Kirby, a <laughs> some ride, kind of fast ride, F zero, 
Star Fox, one of those. I don't know if that would make people more or less angry if they're like, here's a freaking F-Zero ride, and they then they have, steal yeah. it and make a game. <laughs> like, yeah, but it would be cool. Actually, Yo, they should, they should, you know what? They should do it with Star Fox. Don't do it with F-Zero. Do it with Star Fox. With those, actually, it- I changed my mind. Instead of like full-on rides with those, do the... Uh, have multiple experiences, but they're the little like things that you get into that like the VR. Oh, it's yeah, like a pod yeah, or yeah. whatever, but it like yeah, feels yeah. like you're on a roller coaster because it's then like, it can like and like. Are you talking about like? Well, if you were ten, you definitely didn't get on. Well, <laughs> no, you definitely didn't get on this ride. Um, they had at Epcot. They have this freaking like mission space thing or whatever, and it's like um, it's like oh, this yeah, pod it spins we, really 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 fast, yep, and it like I feels went, like you're in space. You went on I that think and it, was, it was even there. I think it was pretty new at the time, but I've definitely okay. been on it. Yeah. So that means we went around the same time as when I, well, the first time that I went, obviously I've yeah. been there since, but the yeah. first time that I went that it like just got there and I was like, yeah, uh-huh. it's cool. It's nice. a cool thing. My head hurts, but it's cool. <laughs> My dad hated it. He's claustrophobic <laughs> and like, he was not thrilled, but yeah, yeah, man, something like that would be, I don't know. Yeah. Other like shows or whatever. I don't know. Something, obviously something good Zelda would be dope. I don't know what exactly. Um, Oh, ride around on a Skyloft in the, like, you know, the, those, the 3d rides where everybody's on this big platform that does things. Cause I'm trying to think of like consolidating space, you know, because you can't have just like a ton of actual roller coasters of everything. Um, but like, I don't know if they have them everywhere, but like, I think there was one in SeaWorld there, but also Busch Gardens Williamsburg has, it's like a theater that you're in and you're wearing 3d glasses and yeah, it's like that. You, you sit in seats, and it's like, the, is it the one where you're like in a box and like a witch gets you or something? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not that anymore. That was it was Corkscrew Hill was what that yeah, was, yeah, but yeah, then yeah, they changed yeah, it yeah. to now it's like you just fly around Europe and it's like, look at all these cool sites in Europe and stuff. Oh, and it's like nerd stuff. I'm yeah, and I'm like, this is. I like the I like the witch lady better. <laughs> witch lady was great. Corkscrew Hill was dope. Um, that's what I want is all that. How yeah, right around Hyrule. Because that off. was like the only part of that that I remembered. It had corkscrew in the name. And yep. like I don't know why I remembered that. But <laughs> good old corkscrew hill, man. All right, it's cool. Uh next question from Grimhane. Best theoretical food. Food. Well, I I mean we've established that I think the whole that you don't believe in this premise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, I don't know. Yeah, this is it's no, one of those. You know, what? you know what? I got one. Okay. Uh, any food that's in anime, literally any food, because it always looks way better than it's going to taste in real life. <laughs> I could see that. And that's it's not funny to say too. I don't like a lot of food that's in anime, uh, but it always looks like it's going to taste better than it yeah. actually does. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, man, I was so confused, too, when I played the Lickitung game, which is just sushi things, you know, yeah. going around. I did not... I didn't know anything about sushi that it even existed. So I had no idea like what things were and you know, what would be worth more and all that kind of stuff. And like, this isn't a jelly donut. <laughs> yeah. And like they have, I guess it's a jar of wasabi is the idea. Yeah. Right. I yeah. was like, I don't know why you're going to eat that green paint bucket, but <laughs> whatever. that's what I thought. Um, 
But it's really I mean, funny it's watching anime that's translated into English, especially like Pokemon or whatever, where they're like, mmm, hamburgers. But then yeah. they're showing like a sashimi roll or something. Exactly. Like, exactly. And okay. I see, but that's the thing though, like, and that's why I specifically didn't say like Japanese food. Right. I was like, food that's an anime. It's yeah. also true when it's like burgers and uh-huh. pizza. Like everything in anime looks like it tastes way better than it really does. <laughs> so that's my favorite. I mean, the best theoretical food, anything in anime. Yep. I'm down with that. I haven't thought of a better answer off the top of my head so i'm i'm piggybacking on yours um ali 298 says will nintendo will nintendo get involved in the smash community to manage events to reduce likelihood of the horrible situations which have been exposed recently oh we forgot to talk about yeah we didn't talk about that (laughs) i'll let you feel (laughs) uh i mean tldr a bunch of people in the smash brothers community suck dude to, to put it lightly um and I, I, what's the so evo specific like, thing evo, that happened by the way well evo really. doesn't really have anything to do with smash brothers oh, okay. um they canceled it, their or they not but they because smash brothers wasn't going to be at evo it right. was um in conjunction with everybody coming out with their stories of like mm-hmm. you know assault and harassment and yeah. like all that crappy stuff yep. uh stuff was coming out about mr wizard who is like the former ceo Mm-hmm. of um evo about like him having done some messed oh up stuff. oh gotcha um and because of that a lot of like studios were like pulling out with their games where it's like we don't want to do this mm-hmm. and then um evo just canceled it because it was like well yeah we can't do it now yeah. uh and they fired him um right yeah 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 and then they replaced him yeah. with somebody else that works there too i I don't remember i don't know exactly what position his name was like mr cannon or some crap like that um so yeah yeah will nintendo get cannon or tong it's something like that i don't i don't think i I was talking to bob about this where it's like i think that if anything happens either it'll be really bad for the smash community or really good um Mm. and i don't know which one's more likely because nintendo has a precedent for both where it's yeah. like they could retro studio up this whole thing and it's like, man, you guys really made a mess out of this. Guess we got to take control and buy it out and make it uh-huh. good. You know, like it could be that situation or it could just be like, nah, man, we got to cut this arm off. Yeah. Right. Like it, th- this is just bad in general and it's not going to get any better. So we mm-hmm. got We got to ax it. Um, I hope. That is the former because it would be really good if Nintendo was like, okay, let's, as long as they don't freaking mess it up, as long as they're not like right. every tournament's like a super casual, like, you know, <laughs> items yeah. on high. Like, if they don't do that, I'm down with Nintendo being like, all right. Mm-hmm. And also, if they don't mess it up in the sense where it's like, instead of the crappy prizes that already are the thing for like professional esports tournaments and stuff like that, where like the top prize for the entire year is like $20,000 or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, when in a Fortnite tournament, that's like a hundred and second place is yeah. $20,000. Um, if Nintendo doesn't mess it up in those two ways, then I'm down for Nintendo mm-hmm. taking, it, taking over. Um, yep. I don't know for sure if they're going to do it though. Yeah. I don't even know, but yeah, I don't know. Um, Inflex said, yeah, something like that. Asked, uh, Nintendo New York reopening question mark uh is that a question of whether it is or if if or like what are your thoughts on the fact that it is like i I don't don't think it should not yet yeah i mean unless they do well i don't even think nintendo nintendo new york probably has like 
a web applet where it's like, are we open? You know, like something like mm-hmm. that. But I don't think you can order mm-hmm. from them in the same way. I uh-huh. think that they have like a, a Amazon page or something where you can get like um, the same like apparel from or gotcha. some of the apparel from Nintendo New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they don't have like a website in the way that like bestbuy.com is a website where you can go in there and be like, I want this. And then they're like, okay, we'll tell people at the store to have it at the door. You know, <laughs> yeah. like if you can't do like freaking door or like curbside pickup, then I doubt it. And also like Nintendo New York is freaking like in Manhattan. So like, like in the middle of the city. So like, it, I, I don't know if that's the kind of place that you want to have curbside pickup for your business, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, right. For, at, at least in response to this. Right. Um, so I don't think they should <laughs> not yet. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Mega man. Next question asks now that the Isle of armor is done and dying out. What are your hopes and dreams for the crown tundra? Um, I don't know. Just more. Give me another excuse to play Pokemon. I don't really care about like, and if like, if they're going to do story stuff, then mm-hmm. like make it not Either do it or like, don't <laughs> like make it feel like it's worth doing you right. know mm-hmm. um because like i don't know like even though like pokemon like it's always tutorially it's always going to be that because that's just what pokemon is yeah um because like the people that want story in pokemon are not going to want story in Pokemon in a way that it's not a tutorial because it, they wouldn't be able to like consistently do it. Like, because if they're like, all right, instead of gyms being like type themed, now gyms are going to have whatever, dude, whatever's the Mm -hmm. best Pokemon. And you're not going to know what that Pokemon is. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have random moves and like, it's going to be competitive move sets and stuff like that. If they do that, nobody's beating Pokemon. And it's not like, that's a super casual. They're going all quit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but at the same time, like, if they're, if they're going to stick to that, at least don't like make it feel like you're onboarding me for like, this is Cub Fu and mm-hmm. this is Urshifu and this is his Gigantamax form. Mm-hmm. Like if there's story content, do it like that. And if they don't let me just completely ignore it and yeah. just do the max rate battle stuff. <laughs> I would say I would want that. Cause it seems like a lot of stuff in crown tender is going to be like legendary Pokemon, mythical Pokemon base and stuff like that. Um, and I would say that I'd like, this if any story is there for it to be based around that rather than around just people that are you know interacting with people but at the same time i feel like even the way that they did that with like um uh zamazenta and zacian and stuff like that was like it was okay but it wasn't if it still felt kind of cheesy or whatever but it would be cool if it was more lore-based story rather than you know like talking to people and people doing stuff type story yeah so T- like presenting the stuff that's going to be in the pokedex anyway, yeah. But, like, yeah but like in the in the actual story yeah so yeah i don't know what what i would want from it to be because again obviously isle of armor didn't bring me back into it um so i'm not sure for crown tundra what could or what would specifically like based off of what we already have i think it would have to be probably more of a step in a different direction to be able to do that and it I don't sounds know like fit in. just based off of like stuff that leaked question mark that it's like structured in chapters where hmm, it is like that where it's like this is a chapter for freaking galarian articuno you know yeah. like that sort of thing mm-hmm. um and if there's like enough to do that doesn't feel fetch questy i'm mm-hmm. down for that yep i think the thing that's like so i watched a video on um pokemon stuff this week that's 
similar to like the one that you'd like to do that's more of a like big picture oh, like freaking things. project <laughs> yeah <laughs> right thank you um, and one of the things that it pointed out that i was like that's that is a really good point is that in like pokemon sword and shield for example there's not really any optional areas in the sense that everywhere all the like key points besides in i guess you know the wild area or something like that but that probably doesn't really count but like thinking of the power plant from gen one or that kind of a thing where it's like here's this totally other area that you don't have any story reason to go to but if you do a little bit of exploration you'll find it and then you know kind of metroidvania it up a little bit um that is something that i'm like it would be cool if that kind of stuff returned where you weren't forced to see every spot in the world so the thing that made me think of that was you know articuno and and whatnot being legendary birds and um, that, you know, you find them accidentally. So like it's, if it's sectioned off in chapter things for the crown tundra, that's cool. But also then if it's like, now you get every single one in the same way that you're, it's like, here's cub Urshifu, Galarian, Urshifu, yeah. or Gigantamax, you See, know, it's what, less exciting because it feels yeah. like you're forced to I get think it they're anyway. Definitely going to do that. I think they're definitely going to do that. Unfortunately, regardless <laughs> of what they do, I think it's going to be this required thing yeah. because at the end of the day, Pokemon games are ultimately trying to onboard you. They're yeah. like, all right, mm-hmm. we want you to have these legendaries. Here's some story crap, I guess, you know, like get the legendary. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. We'll see what it ends up being. Um, and I'll pay more attention at that point because uh, that you know at that point i could get both in one fell swoop That's instead of true. having to wait and then and i mean at bits. the end of the day both i feel like both of them will be enough if you like enjoyed your time playing through the campaign yeah. of sword or shield mm-hmm. whichever one i don't remember which one you got i got sword. um there it is you got the right one <laughs> for once no i'm joking uh, <laughs> um yeah, if you enjoyed your time with that, I feel like this is at least going to have as much like mm-hmm. campaign content as mm-hmm. that does because there's not like a lot in that regard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this will have like at least match that, I think. Yep. Because the first uh, part was like f- five hours or something like that. Sounds mm-hmm. like the second part's going to be like longer than that. So like 10, yep. 15 probably. Yep. If they do break it up in the chapters. Yeah. We'll see. Um, two questions left. One from Murr who says, do you feel like directs are done and they're just going to announce everything on Twitter? I don't think they're no, going to announce everything on Twitter. Um, I also don't necessarily think directs are done, but I think they will announce more things on Twitter. I think mm-hmm. freaking them announcing like Mario maker uh, 2's release date on Twitter was like mm-hmm. the first, like that was the first sign of the yep. apocalypse. <laughs> Where it's like, all right, yeah. And the generics, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're in the testing phase where we'll see maybe even more different things than just Twitter directs. Maybe there'll be some other things that they do, but um, yeah, we'll just find out. But I don't think anything's done yet. Personally, last question. And this is a fun one um, from Derp Marcos asks, if you couldn't pick Pikachu as the Pokemon mascot of the Pokemon of the company, which other Pokemon would you pick excluding the first gen three or first three Gen 1 starters and their evolutions? Hmm. So the question here for Wait, me so too is like... Be, they, they would have to be Gen 1 Pokemon, wouldn't they? Um, I mean, or, I guess just their mascot like a, here in 2020. Like, it's like, like a new mascot. Yeah. Uh, hmm. So the question is, do they go like 
they they have to go recognizability, I would think. But I mean, I guess what not. you would do is just pick Greninja because Greninja won the like uh, popularity contest that they did, I think, last year. Uh huh. So probably Greninja. The only thing with that is I don't know that that would because it's definitely it won the popularity contest, but does that apply to five-year-olds that are only, you know, finding out about it for the first time? Like, is that the most approachable character for all generations? Greninja. I think Greninja is a Pokemon that five-year-olds will love at least five-year-old boys. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's, um, but five-year-old mm-hmm. girls, I don't know. I mean, five-year-old girls probably like Greninja too, but it, it mm-hmm. definitely, he doesn't have like that cute meets right. factor. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I don't want to say Eevee. Pancham, dude. <laughs> Pancham. He's cute meets cool. Uh-huh. I, something about me wants to say, not for the look of it or anything, but just the theming, um, Rotom, because of the Rotom decks and stuff like that. But I also hate yeah. it, so. Yeah, but Rotom's kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, because okay. like, it doesn't have, it does stop like cute or like, cool. Yeah, like his, the base Rotom, I think he's like, that design is like, I guess you can argue cute and cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. But freaking Rotom Wash, no. <laughs> like, no. he's neither. <laughs> so, like, I, yeah. I think the, the forms kind of mess it up for him. Yeah. Um, one here, one last one each. Togepi? Uh, Say Togepi. No, Togepi's not cool at all. Togepi's not cool. Uh, Scyther. It's Scyther. We got it. It's... That's... uh, Yeah, but Scyther sucks. Like, we gotta have a Pokemon that is at least okay. Like, you got like... Pikachu is, like, not the best, but Pikachu can be viable as, like, a swing, like, Pachirisu kind of pick. But, like, freaking Scyther's garbage. Like, so, like, no. But he's we can't cool. have him be the most popular Pokemon. It's not allowed. All right, then who you, you get last pick? No, I'm cheating. Mimikyu. That's the okay. New perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. Uh, and that's it, y'all. We are done with the podcast for today. Thank we you so much for done. listening. I hope you have a fantastic weekend, and uh, we'll see you around next time. Do all the social media things that you want. Like, well, you probably comment, do. Subscribe, follow, support on Twitch and YouTube. Also, I forgot to mention Twitch Prime. If you got Twitch Prime, you can use that on us too. I haven't mentioned Twitch Prime in a yeah. long time, dude. Twitch I'm Prime. sure mine has gone unused for several months now, just in general. It's, it's true. It's true. But hey, man, once Apple stops freaking stringing me along, dude, everybody will remember because I'll stream. It's true. There it All is. All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for watching. Love you. Bye.